All right, and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, episode number 71. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who, in my opinion, has some of the most passionate and balanced gaming perspectives in all these YouTube streets. This Lord is a true multi-platform gamer, is an extremely charitable member of our gaming community, and has authored some of the most thought-provoking articles you will ever read on TICgamesnetwork.com. Introducing the host of the Gaming Perspective Podcast and writer-slash-panelist of Tick's own multiverse show, the chief of achievements, gaming's true king of the North, and by far the best Canadian accent you will ever hear on YouTube. Making his debut into the realm of the Lords, my man, Lord Undead 3XVI. How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty, pretty good. I, I didn't figure out who you were talking about until about half <laughs> <laughs> That's a Canadian accent. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's just natural for you, boy. That's natural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to adjust. No doubt, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Just say one word for me about. About? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> My man. What's going on, man? Absolute pleasure to have you. Long time in the making. So it's good to have you at the round table. You're a lord in your room. We respect what you're doing out here. Appreciate being here. No doubt. And of course, you know, we got the four horsemen of gaming, those usual suspects at the round table. My co host with the co most, my brother from another mother the difficult game conqueror, and the how of the young wolf. My man, Lord Attic, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. I do want to say that uh, I will be announcing the, uh, you know, the streaming schedule and stuff for the streamers. This Stream podcast. Stream uh, so definitely be looking out for that. No doubt. Absolutely pleasure to have you in the realm today. And of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus, Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank, my man, Lord Sovereign, how you doing, sir? What's up, guys? Doing well, man. Doing well. Ooh. Rested. Nice. Nice. Rested. I hear it. I hear it, yeah, man. Yesterday's first weekend, I got to actually, I got to sit down yesterday, watch baseball. Mm. Actually, actually, I don't want to talk about Mexican <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about those Mexican <laughs> hey, hey, Let's man. not talk about that. Hey, man. Yeah, listen, y'all came out swinging on Friday. I can't be mad at you guys because, listen, as, as I don't associate myself with this team, <laughs> don't say you guys. <laughs> I'm waiting for the blood ponds to be fired. <laughs> Until they put a better product on the field, they're a big market team shopping at Walmart, and yeah, I don't appreciate that. You know, like, that, don't that's disrespect true. my dollar. I'm with you. That's how yeah. I feel about the Jets. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. That's true, and, they, and they're far enough removed from the Madoff stuff that it, yeah. it, should, it should not be an excuse anymore. Like, exactly. I've boycott. I've, I've have an uh, internal boycott. <laughs> With the Mets and baseball until they resolve their issues. <laughs> that what you were saying? Right. What you was doing? Yeah, you play some consoles. Yeah, I actually turned on my one of my consoles yesterday, so that was a good thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And of course, we have the incredible Hulk of this, aka the Excess Gamer. Ooh. 
The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience and is the get money gamer. <laughs> Ooh. Lord King, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Yo, Xbox, look at your watch because it's about to go down. I was looking I, I at his wanna... watch, no, when it's about to go down. Oh, no, that's, that's just an inside joke. Shh, quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, actually, I want to I wanna highlight, I wanna highlight a lord uh, and a friend to the realm, a uh, hip-hop gamer. Woo! All right. Um, yeah, he did today. He was on um, the Lisa Everett show on High 97 this morning wow. uh, talking about the gap uh, in gaming and hip hop that is brought together and how the culture is pushing our genre forward. You mm. know, San Diego Comic Con is going on right now, and we are a part of that because they show a lot of video games there. We get a lot of our material for video games from comic books and other mediums. Mm. So I just want to give a shout out to that, that, that Lord that he's out here repping, he's working hard at 6 a.m. and I'm driving and I'm listening to him on the radio and I had to shoot him a text and say man thank you so much and congratulations for all your success because this guy never stops yeah. is the humblest guy yes. and whatever opinion you may you have, have of him until you meet him, him and that's talk a, to him yeah I'm glad you said that King yeah I, I know listen yes. that's my dude and I know we don't always see eye to eye on certain topics as far as gaming is concerned but as a as a man, like that is a real dude. That's man. like if a you real dude. Yeah, I, I would definitely if you get the chance, definitely talk to that brother. He's really, really positive yeah, down to earth. I don't agree with like eighty percent of the stuff. <laughs> you, say, but, you know, there, there's no denying it that like when it comes to straight up passion towards the industry. There's mm -hmm. not really too many people that surpass him. Yeah, facts. Nope, Gotta give it's it. It's not. You know, he's. He keeps the same energy with you. Um, he's just a beautiful dude, and I just I was I was just so happy as I was driving to hear him and listen to the topics. Cause I usually when Lisa Evans come on in the morning, I turn it off. I'll be honest with you. Um, but that today, they they got my listenership because my fellow Lord was in the building and he was repping and he was doing it well. You know, Absolutely. so um, he was up there with some heavy hitters, you know, mm. uh, Roxanne Shante, oh. a lot of uh, hip hop. Yeah. And oh, he was the holding his own. In the game. He was holding his yes. That's what's up. They was talking about Queen's uh, rap and how influential Queen's rap is to hip hop. And um, they talked about the stigma of hip hop and Queen's and how they mm. thought Queen's was soft because, you know, mm. hip hop just moved from Brooklyn to Queen's. Mm -hmm. So that's where that meets right yeah. so then we had the whole KRS boogie down in the in Queensbridge battle so yeah that's crazy. good to see that's good to see yeah. no doubt yeah. man yeah shout out to, to that that's very positive and of course we have the gaming ninja himself the shinobi Lord Cognito spreading that realness in the realm of the ILP not telling you what you want to hear but what you need to hear so before we get into what the lords are playing this week I want to start off with Lord Undead his video game system history his journey as a content creator, and of course, what led him to Tick's own multiverse show, and to now hosting the gaming perspective. So, uh, Lord Undead, let's start with it from the beginning, man. What were like some of the first video game systems you had? Like, what got you into gaming? Well, <clears throat> well, the consoles weren't allowed in my house growing up because wow. uh, my my, bro my older brothers were uh, PC guys. Okay. So uh, we started on, uh, I started with PC and I started with games like uh, Heretic, Hexen, Doom, mm. Wolfenstein. Oh, wow. 
Uh, I was like four years old. They threw you in the fire early. <laughs> there wasn't no no Frogger. It wasn't that simple. No, no, we just went straight, we, we went straight to those. My mom's logic behind it was, oh, it doesn't look that realistic, so it's fine. Nice. You know, I remember I'll never forget one day that uh, uh, it was way back before my mom really knew what games were about. Mm-hmm. And I conv- it was it was one of the uh, it was an Elder Scrolls game and it was rated M. And I went to GameStop, dude, and that dude behind, like, he he he, he said, he's like, you know, this is rated M. And she's like, well, uh, you know, it can't be that bad. And and they them, don't you mess this up for me. For like, don't you mess this up. And, and at that time, like, you know, I was I was really young, you know. And, and that dude just, like, he looked at me, he, he gave me that, like, you know what, man? You you going through? We we good like. <laughs> oh man, I I remember I was I was six years old. I went in with my brother. My brother was like 10, 11 at the time. We went in and they were they were buying a GTA like Grand Theft Auto, the original Grand Theft Auto for PC. So we go into the PC store, give the guy money for, it, and he's looking at us. He's like, I don't think you're old enough to buy this game. And my brother just looks him straight in the eye and goes. Oh, we're taking it anyway, and he just ran out of the store and left me there. Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> you know, he pulled a real GTA with you in the store, <laughs> and he left me there. That was the best part. I'm saying, wow. like, what it's like, happened? It's like he ran out and they just grabbed you. He's like, we can't get them all, but we got one. We got one. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know those guys. I have no idea who those guys are. What ended up happening after he abandoned you? I just oh, wow. got the got Takashi six nine. <laughs> <laughs> So they ended up like calling my parents, and uh, wow. they, found, they found my brother. Uh, he instead of going home, he ran to our friend's house and had already Please. installed Grand Theft Auto. And was it. He said, "You can't stop me. It's already installed." <laughs> that wow. turned into a whole thing. Wow. But, yeah, so like I did that uh, growing up. I played like I'd go to my friend's house to play like PS2 and 64. Mm-hmm. I started getting those experiences, and mm-hmm. first console I actually owned. Yeah, I just I I think I cut lawns for like four months mm-hmm. across the whole street to buy wow. a GameCube. Woo! And, uh, I remember uh, my first one that I actually owned was an N64 because, you know, I, I'm not like an ancient compared to some of the other people oh in the podcast. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. You said you cut lawns for how many months? Four months. Damn. You must have been getting screwed. What? How, wow. What was you getting paid? 50 cents an hour? <laughs> <laughs> they pro- it probably was like the, the same lawn every week. Or- wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was four, four or five lawns every four week. Four or five lawns every week, and it took you four months? Anchorman says, Yo, you what, was you, what else was you buying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what would you? You know what it is. You probably bought the GameCube with probably like ten games. That's probably well, what you did. Really, also, keep in mind, Canadian economy is not that great for uh, long cutting. Oh, um, yeah, 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 keep yeah, going, yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. So, so GameCube I, was the first one. Give me yeah, some games like, for the game. Give me some standout undead GameCube games. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I'm about to say, if you don't say Luigi's Woo! Mansion, you're about yeah, to be kicked from the podcast. First games I bought and played on the GameCube was Luigi's Mansion, uh, Resident Evil 4, mm. and Ooh, yeah. uh, obviously like Mario Kart Double Dash, because if you got siblings, you need that level of physical abuse in your life. <laughs> um, uh, Smash Brothers, all the, those kind of games. And I also, when I bought the GameCube, I bought that adapter. For the mm. Game Boy games underneath, yes. I didn't have to buy a Game Boy. Yes, I, I oh, play Pokemon, all that kind of stuff, and it, it was great. And then 
uh after the gamecube i bought the nintendo wii and i went this 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 isn't it this, <laughs> That wasn't it. That wasn't the move for you. Sitting there, sitting there, I'm like, I'm like 13 or 14 years old. I'm sitting here waving a motion code and controller in my basement. This is not the. This you is know not the movement. It was down with that man. Stop it. Stop it. It wasn't. But you know what? It's funny. We gotta give we. Even though we kind of clown it. No, we don't have to give we anything. We, I, we stay where it's at. Listen, I'm with you, Adam. Here's the thing. Like we can't nah, forget. The Wii was the bomb. Yeah, we can't forget the cultural phenomenon of the Wii. Right, the we changed the game where like your mom might. We sports, we sports had me in the living room sweating with a towel <laughs> playing boxing. <laughs> I don't care what nobody said. That was we, one of the best boxing experiences mm -hmm. on a console. <laughs> yes, and I was in there like getting it, like really getting it, like throwing them I, until I found yeah. out that all you had to do was really go like this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but before I found out that you really had to sit down and just go like this with your hands and you didn't have to really get into the mix. I love the Wii, but it, it, it in its life cycle, the worst game I've ever played was created. So it, <laughs> it, it, it to this day, because it butchered the up until that point, I ain't never played any any Legend of Zelda mm -hmm. game I didn't like until Skyward Sword came out. I want you to stop that because we had this conversation <laughs> offline already and I would like for you to step away from that hot rock right there, sir. This is not about you. This is Undead's moment. So I would like for you to just stop right there, sir, and let Undead continue. I love that what game. Kind of stuff and, um, I love this game gone. and it's about to get raged. You're about to get raged on. Let's Yo, let's dead, go on. You walked into the sky with sword drama. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna move. We gonna move on from that. <laughs> so the Wii, you had that, and, and um, yeah. Which games do you have? Uh, well, I actually the main reason I bought the Wii right off the bat is I think it was Guitar Hero Three launched Ooh. that day, and I was like, I looked at my buddy, I was like, we need this. He's like, yeah. You he's like, I was like, he's like, but I don't got a job. I'm like, well, I'm framing houses right now, so I'll buy it. So I went out, and bought the whole band kit, everything, and it was what? There was like endless nights of not sleeping, playing Guitar Hero till like four o'clock in the morning. And then uh, when I decided I wanted to like branch into a more traditional console, I was kind of on the fence between PS3 and Xbox 360. Mm -hmm. And I actually decided to go with the fat uh, PS3 right Ooh, off the bat. What, ma what made you go that direction? Uh, I went PS3 because, like, Clearly, friend, and how many lawns did you move for that? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yo, yo, listen, let me tell you something. Okay, you didn't hear everything that he just said. Mm -hmm. Right, and I'm, I'm. This is where I'm gonna have to call fraudery because he was getting them, them, them ducats because mm -hmm. he said that uh, it came out with Guitar Hero. He went and brought the whole set. Yes. And you know that that set costs a pretty penny, right? Uh, now, right. when he brought the PlayStation Three, he said the fat one. Notice he said he that said that was one. yeah, the fat one. That was seven hundred dollars. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was six ninety nine, and then I don't know about the inflation or the cost of money up there because I understand that the, the difference is great, out the, out know, the door, there. the PS three out the door plus taxes and everything. It was a thousand and thirty two. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! That's what I'm talking. Big big bucks. So. You're not fooling me when you talk about you was cutting grass. You had a team cutting the grass with you, and you was getting that guap. That's right. I mean, Slave I mean, labor. Let's go. 
look, look, look. Apparently, like you know, like uh, homie's brother don't mind, you know, like playing the five finger discount. So it could have been that too. <laughs> Yo, and he had his brother Ninja in the games and Wow. So wait, Adele, what Adele, you went pretty big, man. See, the thing was, is the correlation was, is I really enjoyed video games, but my family wasn't didn't really have a lot of money mm-hmm. while I was growing up, so we didn't have a lot of the video games. That's why we went PC, is because the, back then with PCs, you didn't really have to upgrade at all, yeah, for the most part. So that's why my brother stuck with PC gaming. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got a job at 14, I was framing houses, I was bringing home like a brand mm-hmm. a week. I was like, okay, Ooh, now, we're, now we're talking. No, now no, we're you're talking. Like, I'm, going, I'm going to do me, <laughs> yeah, so like, and, and like. Like a 12 month period, I bought the Wii with the Guitar Hero bundle. I bought the Fat PS3. I bought uh, the Xbox 360. I went through like four of those because of the damn Red Ring of Death. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I started, pl- I started playing on both of those. Um, mm-hmm. My Fat PS3 died two years after mm-hmm. after I bought it. So I was well, kind of like yellow, oh. the yellow bar. You got the yellow mm-hmm. bar on it. Yeah, yeah, it, it happened to me too. The yellow. Mm-hmm. Nobody talked about that yellow uh, light of death. Nobody <laughs> talks about that. But that, it was very real out here. Yeah. So, so like, I was like, okay, well, I don't really want to buy another PS3 because it was a little pricey. I was already had a 360, mm-hmm. so I just decided I traded in my like arcade 360 and bought the uh, the black mm-hmm. Xbox 360 Elite. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, I That's kept getting on like the 360. Saying. Start doing Halo tournaments, start doing tournaments. Nice. Doing the four V fours and everything with my brothers and friends. And it was it was great, great time. And then uh uh, actually I think you're the first guest that really Say like one uh, one of the first that uh basically said that during the start of that la- you know last generation that they went there with PS3 initially. Any other standing out standout titles for you know or like the uh, Last of Us or anything like that or uh, the, the the thing with the PS3 why I went to it was because I basically bought the PS3 on the grandeur of the PS2 right because it was like oh well the PS2 was an absolute barn burner and amazing console so it's like it made it made sense and like right. none of my friends had Xbox ah, I got you it makes sense. And yeah, then everyone I, bought everyone bought PS3s and was like, "Well, this is <laughs> this is the thing." God, you wanted to say something else, I can't. <laughs> but no, I, you actually made a good point because I'm trying to think myself in that time. If I'm PS2 was fantastic, it definitely, had and you probably kept the momentum. But it reminds me of parallel to like a lot of the 360 guys that kind of kept the momentum and stayed loyal to the Xbox brand and go into the Xbox One. Kind of deal. Kind of, you had almost a similar mentality with the PS2 going into PS3. Yep, and nice. I, I I ended up doing the same thing with the 360 going into the Xbox One. I was actually one of those people when they were like, "Oh, it's always online and everything." I'm like, "Groovy, I got good internet. I'm with this, whatever." No doubt. <laughs> did did you just say groovy? <laughs> yes, he <Yeah>. did. <laughs> Yo, shout yes, out to Jimmy yes, Bone Boy in the chat. He said the PS3 looked like a George Foreman grill. <laughs> he had a grill. Wow. Yo, it, it, yo, it did look like a George Foreman grill with the Spider-Man logo. <laughs> with but the I'm Spider-Man not logo was clean, King. Yes. Like, when it you was opened nice. it out the box, though, how it felt, like you felt that you got your six ninety nine worth. Oh, no, like, absolutely. When you pulled it out, yeah, it had the shade, all the money it was, was very there. shiny. It was cool. And now the fat one, didn't that one, correct me if I'm wrong, King, um, was that the one that had the backward compatibility? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The PS2 the PS3. Right. Yeah. And, it had a whole PlayStation Two inside. Yes. Right. And yeah. let's also remember at launch because there was a big lawsuit after this, but Sony removed it. 
solve, help me out. Didn't they have Linux as an OS in the PS3? Yep. No, well, you can add it. They had it so you can add, you can add it to it. And yeah, well, you can. You have the option. Yes. Right. And when they removed it, then people sued because, you know, yes. for anything. Yeah. They're like, yo, you <laughs> sold me under the pretense that, you know, all your systems would have this. And then I guess as they came out with later iterations, they exactly. removed that as well as the backward compatibility. This, this is why you can tell the mentality of the PlayStation. When mm -hmm. Remember, they got burnt before, so that backward compatibility stuff, they went the hardware route with it instead mm -hmm. of software, mm -hmm. and they put it inside the box, and they noticed that the attach rate of mm -hmm. these guys playing older games wasn't there, so they removed it. So you mm -hmm. can understand why all these new systems, they don't care about going backwards, because they got ripped already a new one out of doing that, so they don't care. They yeah, can't do it software-wise. Cool, bitch. Yeah. This history, man. Loving these systems, these games took me down PS3 lane, man. It's that one of the first games that really, you know, rocked out very hard on. That's what stopped. Then you obviously transition to the PS3. So I know we've been talking a lot about Canada and gaming in the north. So explain to us, Lord and that like, give me the whole vibe from obviously the most of the lords here are not from Canada. Like as far as gaming, and I believe we asked Kofi this question as well. Like, what's it like just gaming? In Canada, like what was give us some? Uh, it's like gaming in the states, except with whether it's worse internet. Uh, <laughs> really? It, it's it, yeah, it's, Col it's Lord Kofi's actually been complaining about the internet here lately. Really? Yeah, yeah. Our internet can be trying. That's I've got, I've got, I've got fiber where I'm at, so I, okay. I'm, I'm good that way. But That's bad because uh, American internet is is, is not the greatest. So if you guys are worse than ours. We wow. all we, we we both need to work together. It's a different vibe in Canada. Like mm -hmm. I, I like I don't know because like I didn't join social media till like the later stages. Like I didn't join social media for like gaming stuff until like after Xbox One PS4 launched. But like it was always like where I lived, it was always like it was cool to be a gamer. Like that was fine. Mm -hmm. Like if you went to school and you played video games, that was fine. Yours fine as the guys that played sports i did both so it's kind of like the best mm. of both worlds oh what right. you play what you play you better play uh, basketball because you're six seven <laughs> uh, i played tight end high school football for four years oh, I, did, I did mma for six years um wow, wait your salute. school had mma <laughs> <laughs> he said the school <laughs> I would have talked about, tell about, you gotta see, you gotta see my face. I said, what type of school did you go to? And I gotta get my kids to Canada yesterday. So, <laughs> combat sports for school. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I did a lot of things. Like I did, uh, like I, I started doing like, uh, I did, I started karate when I was four years old. That's what my mom put me into because she didn't want to put me in hockey or anything too stereotypically Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, I was just about to ask you. Like, I, 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 you just answered my question. I was just, I was like, how did you avoid the hockey influence? Because I, like, I, a lot of my it, friends, yeah, like my my family's Irish immigrants, so yeah. like they don't feel the whole hockey vibe. They they're more the uh, combat <laughs> sports vibe. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to your parents. Shout out to your parents. I'm gonna give you a shout out to your parents. That's no, no. I feel that. Irish so, everyone gets there about that. You don't fight even game. want to see my house during a Conor McGregor fight. You don't even want Woo! to see it. Oh, <laughs> that's lit. 
yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. Trust me. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'll be right there in the middle with y'all screaming Yo, and yelling. Yeah. In the chat, man. He said hockey is expensive as hell. Put your kid in hockey up here. Like my niece has gone through hockey right now, and it's like four thousand dollars. Put your kid for a season of hockey, like. Wow. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you do you not like the sport of hockey at all? Like, really, do you not follow uh, it? I, I like the fighting part of hockey. That was the part <laughs> I was good at. But... Yo, I'm really loving this guest. I'm yes. I'm really loving you right now. I'm trusting yeah. me when I'm telling you this. Yeah, dad is killing it. Right now. Oh, he about that fist game. That's what he's. You know what he's telling you? Don't run up on him at the shows. Don't run up on him in the store talking about a devil stuff. You. He's about that life. He just told you you don't care about anything else but the fight. But the and fight. He grew up with a bunch of brothers <laughs> fighting. All right. the beast. This man took Look, let, let me tell you. Like I grew up with. I've got six brothers, two step brothers, oh, and a oh. sister. Wow. And I'm one of the smaller ones. Are you serious? What? You had to fight for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Adele, you're one of the smallest of my 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 oldest brother, David. He's 31 now, mm. and he's he's six nine and about 400 Jesus. pounds. I don't want no smoke with the under family. <laughs> Yo, your parents was making biggins. That's right. <laughs> I feel sorry for my mom. My mom's only five foot one. Like I, I give her full credit for having to put up with all of us. Salute, salute. Man. Uh, so yeah, man, that, that's dope. The Canadian experience, getting some some inner knowledge behind the scenes with Lord Undead. Let's get into um like the YouTube journey. So obviously where I first came across when you introduced you to was uh, Lord Anchorman on the multiverse. So how did that start? How did you get to know Lord Anchorman? Okay, so uh, Anchorman I met through on Facebook because we used to be part of a Facebook group called We Game Here. Oh, yeah. I heard about that through Attic. Mm -hmm. and, and we used to go back and forth all the time. And basically, me and him became friends because we were both Bethesda fanboys. Oh, oh, I have to pick you off the show now. All right. hey, I'll talk so well. to you guys later. Lord a lot of flirting going on here. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, salute to Bethesda. Super quality, super quality. Games. We, we troll. Uh, so, ba so basically, uh, Fallout 4 trailer came out, and mm. Anchor messaged me on Facebook and was like, "We we we hyping this whole group for the next oh three months." Oh my god, you're his partner in crowd. You're his enabler. Yeah, we we basically trolled that group yeah, into let, let, let me, oblivion. You, yeah, you you guys are the reason I left. Po constantly <laughs> posting like pictures of. I remember when Fallout 4 was about to come out, Anchorman had like a different looking train every day. <laughs> Stop the Fallout, the Fallout train. Well, guess what? Anchorman, Fallout 4 sucks. So, oh, my God. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so I started talking to Anchor that way, and I, I – uh, we ended up leaving that group or whatever, and mm -hmm. I went to a different Facebook group or whatever, and he's like, you should start a Twitter. It's fun. Mm. Hate him for that ever since. That's exactly what he would say. It's fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> Anchorman. That's Anchor. Hey, it's fun, all right. Hey, listen, we got 50 people viewing. Let's get these likes up. Come yes, on, hit them please. likes, yes, brothers. Please. Let's I go. Let's go. I'd appreciate it. Continue. So, so me and him talked back and forth. I started with a group called Hard Knock Gamers. Um, they started a website up, and I started writing for them initially. And uh, that was uh, me, Fame, uh, Demigod Reviews, a couple other guys that were uh, were were writing on that site and doing stuff that way. And uh, that went on for a while. Like, yeah. I remember we game here was gone for about it was up for about six to eight months. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. So we we had that site going. It was popping pretty good. Um, and then uh, Hard Knock Gamers got absorbed by the Inner Circle, mm-hmm. um, which is an all too familiar scene for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tick, baby. Let's go. Shout uh, out to Tick being the Borg. Yeah, <laughs> absorbing <laughs> other races. <laughs> so they, with the so get out, lay down. That's right. <laughs> So I got picked up uh, for the inner circle. I started. I started as a writer there, and uh, anchors like yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually started. I started doing podcasts because Hard Knock Gamers had a podcast which was called the Writers Block Podcast, which used to be me, uh, Fame, mm-hmm. uh, Kid Smooth. And- wasn't that that was one of the th- uh, ones Kid Smooth hosted? Wasn't it? Yep, yep. That was one. Of, that was one of the ones. It was me, Kid Smooth, uh, Fame. Uh, I think there was mm-hmm. a guy named Matt. Okay. And uh Nicodemus as well. Kids who don't kids who don't believe in like restarting a podcast. <laughs> if he stops doing a podcast for like two months, he's just gonna do another whole new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Three podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just some guy named Matt. Just somebody named Matt. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a random laughs> <dude. laughs> Matt. No, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so we started on that. Um Anchor was like, hey, uh, me and Fame do this show. We do the multiverse show. It's just the two of us. You want a guest on it? I was like, sure, whatever. I'll I'll show up. Mm-hmm. So I did like an episode, and then they're like, hey, you want to come back for the next episode? I'm like, sure. <laughs> and then I've just never left. <laughs> You're the reoccurring guest. <laughs> I just keep waiting for him to message me the one day and be like, yeah, we don't need you here on Monday. You can uh, Your contract's been... Uh, <laughs> that is the wild. inside joke of whatever, as I hear you guys talk about. It's kind of funny. Dope, man. So, did obviously, you know, we have now what we know you for is the gaming perspective. So, uh, I believe we got our Lords Eric Jackson, Rage Virus, and of course, Lord Editor Sam Tober, who is on a lot of podcasts, by the way. <laughs> it's actually funny. Sam, Sam's since E3 been going crazy. <laughs> it's funny Sam, Sam went from not being on any podcast to all in one week because it went. Uh, me and Anchor was talking. He was like, oh, you should have Sam guests on your podcast. I'm like, sure, sure. So we had Sam on the podcast. I was like, this is great. I want to get this guy on my podcast. So I messaged Sam on Sunday. I'm like, hey, uh, you want to you wanna become part of the podcast or whatever? And I'm weighing our response. And the Anchor messages me and goes, oh, we just got uh, Sam locked in for Multiverse <laughs> Tech Podcast. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, let's see how this goes. And Sam's like, yeah, I'll take on a third one. I'm like, you the man. You are. I do two podcasts and I, I feel suicidal multiple times a week. So <laughs> I, I cannot even fathom, even begin to understand Dude, what that Lord is. Sam is a beast. Like, not only is he, he two, like, three, I, I'm convinced he doesn't sleep. I'm really convinced. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, I'm convinced that, like, people don't, like, I'm convinced that he's actually a robot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I never saw him sleep in the house. I know he was always working and always He up. doesn't sleep. He so, recharges his batteries. <laughs> know what it is? You know what it is? His hair sleeps for him. So when oh his hair is down, he's <laughs> sleeping. And, and is, then, is it like you know, real, static electricity that just keeps It's true, though, because like I'll, 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 put, I'll put an article pending at 3 a.m. I'll DM him and be like, hey, this article sing for you when you get up i'll get a message five minutes like oh it's posted yep <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh-huh. he's, he's a machine, he's a machine man. I, he's and we the, love him he's for real about that man yeah, i'm gonna tell you and, and a hell of a guy hell of a guy absolutely so dead it was a pleasure working with him at e3 and uh hopefully more future things we have planned with lord sam man great great dude great great 
team you got with Undead because you got Lord Eric Jackson, who I actually really enjoy his perspectives on Twitter. Friend of the realm, you know friend of the realm as well, and Brap, and then of course Lord Rage Virus, who I'm just getting to know, and um, really, really cool dude. So, uh, so what kind of like you just said? So you got the sand part. So then let's bring in how did um Eric Jackson and Rage Virus come in? Well, see the original, the original idea of the gaming perspective because I bounced around starting my own podcast with Anchorman for a long time, and mm -hmm. I, I wanted originally what I wanted to do was I wanted to do a revolving panel of guests, basically. Oh, okay. okay. And then I started to realize how much of a pain in the ass that would yeah. be to get guests every week, yeah. especially multiples, and then yes. not have cancellations and everything. Oh. So what I decided to do is I get a core group of guys that I want to get on mm -hmm. a podcast, invite them for a one-off, and then mm -hmm. see how the vibe was. Yes. So I got uh, I got Eric. Uh, Rage came recommended from Anchor because we nice. have a multiverse, and he was nice. like, hey, he's Canadian. <laughs> you Canadians get along. Why wow, that's got to be the requirement? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh so so we got it on uh me and rage hit it off uh nice. me and eric have always always talked great um nice. i've been on brap once or twice and it was always nice. great so again eric was fantastic mm -hmm. and then uh yeah it was just it it just the stars aligned right to get the exact people i wanted for that podcast which is fantastic because i didn't think it would be that easy like i was figuring it took me about 10 episodes to iron out who i'd have on my panel and it literally solved itself in two weeks no doubt man that's a great group and i'm looking forward to the journey man you guys getting started when i seen the lineup i said yeah that's gonna be something if they stick with it that's gonna be something because you got a little bit of everything different perspectives and i love the name like tell me about the name gaming perspective well originally what the gaming perspective was gonna be it was back when i actually thought i was gonna have time to do a youtube channel mm -hmm. um i was gonna do like a, a friday topic breakdown every week and that mm -hmm. was gonna be what i was gonna call the series and then i mm -hmm. sat there and went that's actually not a bad branding for a podcast i like it I and like then it. i was like no one else does podcasts on youtube so this mm -hmm. is like a totally original idea that no one else has ever had <laughs> <laughs> there is the lanes wide open. <laughs> yeah, it, like th th there's no competition in this field. Uh, <laughs> yeah, funny. No doubt. That's what's up, man. I, I love it. I love. Like I said, it gets people to think. And like I said, one thing about you on Twitter that I like—you're one of my favorite follows because um, I think you're bold in reference to saying things that need to be said that a lot of people and I don't I don't necessarily consider you like a person that follows the trends and stuff like that. You'll say what I feel is important. And definitely like I said if you're not following Lord Undead, please do, man. Really really cool Twitter follow and uh just good dude. So uh, I have this is a personal question about Lord Undead. Tell me the whole meaning behind the name. Like what is where did that the Undead and the 3XVI and uh, Okay, so try to fix it. so this this goes back to the 360 days. Okay. This is uh so originally my Xbox gamer tag which I think Cal won't kick me off the podcast if I say this. It was originally <laughs> Pwn your nuts P W N U R um and that, that's why I used for when I was playing Halo competitively. Mm -hmm. And a couple of me and my friends were like we should make a clan Mm -hmm. like, okay mm -hmm. i was like so what should we uh what should we call it they're mm -hmm. like i don't know <laughs> and like i i can't remember what the theory was i think it was like the three xvi was supposed to be six and then you're supposed to use the three to multiply the six my one friend came up with it it's supposed <laughs> oh to be my. six. Oh my the most, <laughs> it was the most convoluted clan tag i've ever <laughs> seen in my life 
but, but we all threw down our 20 bucks and like nine of us changed our like there was uh there's uh myself there's uh my friend who's uh beyblade 3xvi um variations like a lot of those guys don't game anymore and mm -hmm. whatnot but we we were pretty solid back in the competitive days um won a couple thousand dollars doing cod tournaments and everything oh, that wow. way and um Traveled nice. stateside, did some MLG events, and you a hustler. Oh, he do so, this. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> He's a hustler. So, so what I'm hearing is you're the one that carries uh, Anchorman through. Uh, Pretty much, he's the best. But Anchorman's talking that smoke. This is the yeah, guy. Wait, we wait, basically, I'm the guy that Anchor when he talks trash. He's like, hey, hey, you, you get this game? Yeah, we good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, the fraud has been exposed alive <laughs> on the air. And you know what? This that uh, kind of makes sense. Well, how's when, it I feel, out, when I called out, when I called out your boss against you. When I called out your boss and I was going at your boss, I noticed that all y'all was stepping up and, you know, trying to shield the boss because he really can't game. <laughs> so Look at him. Look at that damage control. I got the strategy and he got the kills. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, when we when we play Rainbow Six Siege, mm -hmm. there, was, uh, there, there was a game we were playing Rainbow Six Siege. It was uh, me and the multiverse guys. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're playing or whatever. And we, we wrapped up the game. It was a complete sweep. I was like, mm -hmm. I was like nine and one. Anchor mm -hmm. was like, Oh, and one, but he had more like spots. He spent the whole time on cameras. He had more oh, points. So, okay, he spent the whole time like he's there. He's an informant. <laughs> the, 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 this man had more points than me. I had nine kills, and mm. this man had more points than me on spots. And he looks, he literally says to me in the party, he's like, Well, you might want to step up your game then. I'm like, Why? Wow. What? what? <laughs> Sounds like anchor. Sounds like yeah. anchor. Wow. I, I'm always the uh, the backup guy, and that that's the same thing. Is like when uh, we wanted to do Rainbow Six Siege against you guys, mm -hmm. and uh, he was like, "Oh, yeah, that, that was the uh, yo." That was a setup. Disclaimer to that. That was a Freudian uh, uh, challenge. Freudian. He said it on a uh, on a day that nobody was listening to the show. He initiated a challenge. Then he came at me with, I said it, and I wasn't even on the show yet. So, and then I challenged him one on one, and the whole team was trying to shield him because they know he don't got skills. And oh I'm so happy you are on today, and you have ex. Expose the fraud to Anchorman, with no Anchorman. clothes. We got him. If, if, if we you, got him. If you still up for some kind of challenge, man, like that 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 private PvP's in Destiny now. Let's go. I've got a pretty good base on what FPS I can play. I ain't gonna try to square off against you boys in Destiny. Yeah, that's, 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 that's all it is, man. But yeah, that, that's really, really cool, man. And, and, and see, I get I give uh anchor credit for the Rainbow Six Siege challenge because he was like, mm. Oh, we're gonna get the guys to practice, and then he's like I also got my friend Morganism who plays ranked a lot. We'll oh him. my god! <laughs> wow! I told you, kid. I, yo, I'm was so, I I'm I so happy. Yo, remember when? Remember when I told you, uh, Sovereign and Cognito? I told you all things will be revealed. <laughs> and, and it took a couple of shows, but 
we got a leaky faucet in here today. And brother, <laughs> the tea has been spilt and Kermit the Frog <laughs> is drinking his tea. <laughs> anyway, yo, real quick. Oh, I know we call you the Chief of Achievers. I can call you the Chief of Achievers. And one thing about you, Undead, like you're a beast out here in these gaming streets. Because you know for a fact, I just have a little mini Undead story, is um, there was one month where I wasn't playing Destiny. <laughs> and um, I, I think it's before Destiny 2 launch. And I sat to myself and I said, you know what? I got to do this. I got to one month of my game. I see Randall every time. I see Undead every time. All these guys on my friends list that are just killing it with Gamer Score for the month and even at it. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go hard one time, right? So I was going extra, extra hard, right? Every Telltale game was finished that month. <laughs> <laughs> every every easy <laughs> achievement game. I'm sitting there. Shout out to Megatron too. He was part of it because I remember the people I was battling. It was Ran. It was Megatron. It was all uh, and then it was undead. And I kept. I remember like two days. I took like a little break. I came back and you were like within you know four, 50, 100 points within my score. And I'm like, oh no. And it was like towards the end of the month. So I had to go extra, extra hard. And I finally pulled it out. But I want to shout you out for that because yo, if people don't know, undead goes hard for these monthly achievements man how did that start yeah i think i was gonna say my record for the most i ever sat down and did in one month was like mm. think twenty-one thousand. jesus that's that was for a charity thing so that's the only time i could justify <laughs> sitting down and doing that because that requires way too much coffee that selfish life of yours doesn't call for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said, he said, some of those achievements required me to be online. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not happening. <laughs> and last but not least, we ask every guest this. Lord Undead, your top five games or franchises of all time. Let's oh, go. Good Lord. I should have prepared for that. Let's go. Um, Real uh, I'm going to go uh, Hitman for number five. Uh, Metal Gear Solid for number four. Okay. Um, Boy, like stealth. Oh, oh, huge. Huge, huge stuff. You and Sovereign will be friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Splinter Cell's number three. Y'all mm -hmm. all stealth. Yeah. Over. Uh, Sovereign's loving you right now. Good <laughs> Uh, number two on water gonna be tricky though. Um, so the Tenchu, that's what the Tenchu. Yeah, Tenchu. Where's Tenchu at? <laughs> we, I probably yeah, too, too never old played, unfortunately. Yeah, they used to be what? Because Lord Undead, you're not to put you out there, Lord Undead, but you're like going to turn 25 soon. This is yeah, young, young cat. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I get it. Um, cool. I'm gonna say Halo for number two, just yeah. because of the amount of sheer time that I spent on that game. No doubt. And number one, yeah, it's gonna be God of War. Wow. So now let me ask you what you were God of War like from the jump, even before yeah. this latest one. Yeah, God of War, nah, like like absolutely. me and my brother beat God like the original God of War, I think we beat at least 10 to 15 times. Wow, tremendous, tremendous. It's, hold on, we have a violation in the chat. Uh Rage Virus said Tenchu is in the bushes. We have to now remove him from the chat. <laughs> The moderators attack. He's dead. He's dead. Throw tension in the bushes. 
Y'all know what to do, chat. Attack that man. Yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is the ultimate ninja game. When all the ninja games were doing that, crazy that was, magic and all that crazy yeah. stuff, that game brought ninja stealth <laughs> into it. That was, <laughs> that was stealth before Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And then I, the last one I had that I remember was the uh, the Xbox one, the four player co op one. Remember that one? But anyway, oh, yeah. that was that was lit. But yeah, shout out. We don't even play with you, Rage Virus, but don't you dare say that again. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic history, Lord of Dead. Love, love what I'm hearing. The games was lit. The history was lit. So we are gonna get into what the Lords have been playing. So what have you been recently playing, Lord of Dead? What's what's been going on in your, your Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, uh, well, let's see. I'm I bought a PC there a month or two ago. Okay, so okay. I've kind of been uh dabbling in some old games. Okay, um, I've been bouncing between uh Dark Forces, which was mm. an old DOS oh, game. Wow, <laughs> wow, you're taking it back. Uh, and uh, Baldur's Gate 2. Oh, wow, okay. Oh. Wow. Were these based on suggestions from friends or something, or just? Uh, no, these were games that I played with my brothers all the time. That I was like, nice. I need to play these again. Nah, yeah, because so, that's a nostalgic thing. That's your history. That's where you started. That's right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just good to get back into some of the older stuff. And uh, I've been playing PUBG mm. almost religiously. King mm. is loving you right now. Yo, uh, yo, add me, add me, add me, add me right now. Recruit me. Add me now. Undead, yes. did you play the all the Jedi Knight games or just Dark Forces? Uh, I played all the Jedi Knight games growing up. Those were Ooh, all fantastic. Best. Oh, I love. This I, I like hearing this, man. That is like it's unique because a he's young, but he's got but this. He's still got a, a yeah, like, like he's very OG vibes. He's the OG because he had six brothers. He forty got yeah. years off of his life. Right. Years is off of his life. He woke <laughs> up fighting. Who who got the porridge? Fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, man. So that don't. So pretty much has been memory lane. PC. Yeah, memory lane, PUBG, just just chilling, just no chilling. Lord Attic, what have you been playing this week? Uh, pretty much Halo Wars two and Fable. That's all. Nice. Like, See you going I've hard been, on the streams. I've been playing a lot of Halo Wars two because they just did the final patch and uh, mm-hmm. pretty much made it to where uh, if you want to win a game, just go for mm-hmm. a bunch of hornets. And that's all. <laughs> like, no doubt. <laughs> you, know, Attic, you 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 boning up on your uh, your fable, getting ready for that new fable announcement next year. Getting ready for that. I see you feeling in your bones. Well, yeah. I, I I do feel like I, I'm gonna play them all again. Nice. But uh, I got to see exactly. Like I'm not saying the fable, the new fable is gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I'm a little skeptical of people who race cars making a game called fable mm-hmm. so, okay. and that's nothing like bad against them it's like no, you know, the person that undead you know when lord uh richard was on you know he said they have people there that mm-hmm. uh you know they made open adventure games like everyone mm-hmm. that makes a game like like a racer doesn't mean everyone only has made right. a racer. Yeah, when, racing, yeah, when, when people have only when you see people make a racing game like forza horizon they're like yo we're making an open world action adventure game you just like scratch your head like what like no, I, just, I get it i get I, it yeah yeah I, I get it, but maybe they might bring something different to the genre that hasn't been done. And, you know, open the the minds up. So I don't know. Hey, listen. You know what? 
I'm going to give him a chance because yeah, Microsoft is trying. Let him swing. I, I'm him really swing. thinking that, you know, you want my opinion. I think that Microsoft, the only, because they said Playground wasn't up for sale. Like they said they liked their independence. But when they wanted to make a Fable game, I feel like Microsoft used that to persuade them to let them purchase them. Salute to Lord Sam. He said Playground, Playground is building a second studio for Fable. You need not be concerned. Yeah, that's what he said. Well, I mean, Sam is so he, hard in these look, look, look Lord Sam. All it's these so studios keep screwing up the, my beloved franchises. Final Fantasy is pretty I'm much funny. dead. Uh, you know, Fable is like the last thing that's left. I like that Final Fantasy, that last Final Fantasy. I really liked it. Um, a lot of people I heard liked it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can't really go with you on a lot of things. I understand you want the purity. See, my purity with the Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy three when mm. the job system and everything was in there. So mm. then I go all the way back to that fun part. Thanks. But but to be honest with you, I really enjoyed this one. That's the one that yanked me away from my Xbox and for a very long time. God of War couldn't even yank me away from my Xbox uh, like that. That yanked me away, and you remember we was going back and forth talking. I'm like, yo, I gotta go because I gotta play on this PlayStation. I'm be alone in the void. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be in the void. I'm, I was in the void. Seriously, to be honest with you, when they came out with the app, and I was able to talk to you guys about being in the chat and playing. That's the same time that that stuff came out, and that was the best thing for me. So I can uh, the the FOMO was gone, so I could mm. play my, my my Final Fantasy while talking to hot monkeys uh, on his on the Xbox, and mm-hmm. that took away that that problem so i like the game i, I thought it was nice i'm just, just no my doubt so I, feel, I, I get where addicts coming from you know what i'm saying if it's my beloved franchise i definitely you know you, you always gonna have your Afraid, antennas yeah. up yeah and who's doing what and yada 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 yeah, don't touch that yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. lord soft what you been playing this week now that you got a chance to turn on consoles yeah well i mean i actually i've been playing a lot of uh the hollow knight on the switch like that mm. that how the metroidvanias man like yeah. once you start opening up things and then you remember where certain things you couldn't get to before yes. and you have this and then that, that opens up a whole can of worms like mm-hmm. man you just get lost and, and mm-hmm. that, game, that game is great control super tight um atmosphere the game is beautiful mm-hmm. um, and then on home consoles yeah i turned on my playstation um, cause I had a, 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 an itch to play some MLB the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember like a month ago, a month ago, I had gone hard on getting back into horizon zero dawn. Cause I had yes. that one Zelda came out. I sort of left it yeah. in the rear view mirror. And then, mm-hmm. yo, that game, I had my issues with that game in terms of like the gameplay getting repetitive, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just certain things about the world being super empty but again it's a post-apocalyptic world but it's it's a beautiful game but the one thing two things that mm-hmm. that game does really well mm-hmm. is like character interactions like conversations between characters that i mean it really brings out personalities mm-hmm. and the story yo the chat is going in on you right now they put sleep, sleep icons verizon many yawns yo i'm watching yo I want to know when did this happen because it's like the worm. <laughs> no, but I'll say, but I'll minute. say this. But I, this yes, is the, but this is the thing though. Like mm-hmm. everybody said that. I've never said that. There's parts of that game that got boring. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this: yes. that story mm-hmm. for all of you who stopped playing, mm-hmm. and for for reasons that I completely agree with, <laughs> that story is bonkers. Oh, okay. Story, so it, it's a slow burn. Like the story is Skynet, but on some other level. Like mm, the story, it's right. worth it. It's worth it to beeline the story and forget about everything else. You, you know what I can't wait for? Yo, he said Fable Connect. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so, 
Moonlight is out of control. What are you waiting for, Attic? I'm waiting for Moonlighters to come out on the Switch so you guys will actually play it. <laughs> wow. That may be true. That may be true. But I do want to yeah, yeah. I, I get... Uh, I'm not playing that on my Xbox at home. I, and I, got I, I do want to give um, mm-hmm. a game, like a little bit of a shout-out, like... Shout out to that that 20xx game. Like if you guys yeah, got a bitch, that's, that's a boy. really good game for this. Yeah, game. battery stable. That's the dude right there. We got a chance to meet him at uh, our packs, and King was making yeah. fun of my platforming in that for you taking the footage <laughs> of that would be at. <laughs> but, that's so hilarious. So, so just basically the gist is give it a chance. Give the story to forget about the rest of the stuff. The rest of the stuff does get boring and repetitive. Mm-hmm. The story it's lit. Beeline the story. Okay. I'm on it. Now you got my attention back. I, I definitely got to get back to that. All that stuff, man. No doubt. Lord King, what you been playing, man? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's get it. Yo, that destiny is lit. Woo! It is so lit. It's so lit. It is so crazy right now. Shout out to the clan. All right. Mm-hmm. If you're not in IOP's uh, Iron Lord podcast clan on destiny, mm. there's something wrong with you. I'm going to tell you right now. I want you to go there. I want you to go to your Xbox. I want you to add me. I want you to add Attic. Mm-hmm. I want you to add Sovereign whenever mm-hmm. he's on Lord Cognito. <laughs> um, contrary to popular belief, I am not the only ad man. So stop, <laughs> you know, like, you know, yelling mm-hmm. at me, talk about ad. I hit Rage up. Rage up. Um, I got him. Well, a couple other people hit me up. All right. I want y'all. I want y'all to get in. All right, let me tell you something. We have some serious tryhards. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Young Chris. I'm going to give a shout-out to T4. These guys already got the black spindle with the catalyst almost complete. They're savage. Our team is running so hard. They mm-hmm. hit the ground running, and we play crazy. Shout-out shout to get... Punk Dish in the chat, man. I, I don't know because I don't life. even That's have the gun. I don't mm-hmm. have the gun. I was trying yesterday, and I did eight hours trying to get that gun. Eight hours, okay? Mm. I want you to understand how my day got folded. <laughs> sitting, a majority of that is sitting there waiting for that dead the damn, damn instance to start. Start, yep. <laughs> Yo, it is it is crazy. And when it does start and you kill a dude, it's, you feel so vindicated when you get into the world. It is the wildest jumping puzzle. If you can't jump, don't do it. You're not getting mm. a gun. You're not getting a gun. <laughs> well, I heard. I heard. Just I sit heard. on the floor, Cognito. Yeah, that was, that was for me. That was a shot for me. And he's right. But I did hear. You're not sitting on the floor. It can't no, put no, no, I heard. Shout out to Lord Kaibatsu. I did hear from a good yeah. authority that there's a way to get past all the, the entire segment. So and once he yeah, found out, I'm gonna, I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it today. I mean, you don't, you don't even have to today. do. You don't even have to do those jumps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, also, I was oh, playing PUBG. PUBG mm-hmm. had a big update, and mm-hmm. uh, Death and I got in the world, and I just got killed. It was something crazy that happened yesterday. Shout out to Death and Hot Monkey that's always down for that, and L Boogie who's always down for that smoke. That's oh, the other God. clan on PUBG. I, I, and listen, shout out to the stream team. You guys already hitting the floor running. Y'all keep blowing up my phone every time I'm asleep. I have to put y'all on mute. I got that chat on mute because you guys go in. Uh, Snaldo, you're the mm-hmm. man, 100%. I got to give you a shout out. Uh, but please, Destiny is back. That feeling is there. I, I, uh, I what, what did rallies. I talk this about last week? Crazy. What did I talk about last week about putting stuff into the game that creates mm-hmm. mysteries for people yes, you said that you song. engaged? That that song during the Arrogant, yeah, you said yeah, that too. I was like, listen, man, this is and this is not a big thing, and this is stuff that was in Destiny One, and this is what get mm-hmm. got you guys hooked in the to begin with. Beginning. Give yeah. me something, and I don't, I don't have any idea why it's there. Follow, mm-hmm. just follow the breadcrumbs into something, and then you know you have people posting videos about how do you do this, how do you do that, like, man, mm-hmm. 
that's what creates it. That's what you create. That's how you create interest. You're you're right. Sostradamus, you are correct. You you literally said it word for word, and then it just happened. This week, but um, yeah, if that's what you got, oh, King, I'll jump in real quick. Um, yeah, same thing. I'm I mean, done. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Destiny two, pretty much all day. It, you know, sh- we just talked about this on Flashpoint with Lordy Bontis. It's almost to that point where I'm getting back to becoming a full time Destiny player again, and it's just what Sob said, just what King said. You know that that mystery. It's like they finally understood why people love their game and why they, you know, that departure, what they did at the launch was such a bad move. So, um, yeah, you already shouted out, um, you know what I'm saying, young Chris, the T4. I mean, that man's a beast. I want to shout out uh, a couple of lords, Lord uh, Monkey, Lord Attic, obviously, Whiskey, obviously you, Lord King. We had that little start with uh, the Leviathan raid. I didn't get a chance to finish it. Oh, we finished it. that when I got back I home. I, I we finished you know what I'm saying? But um, y'all finished that. You know, shout out to Lord T4, man. That man is a tactician. He runs a yep. tight ship as a destiny player and he's really cool to play with so shout out to him it's in the right direction right now i'm just working on my polaris polaris lance i just got it working on leveling the catalyst working on leveling the uh the graviton lance catalyst i believe and then um outside of i mean outside of the black spindle that's just one of the coolest things yet that has happened but um also got a chance i just got the invite for the master chief collection program or making oh, the game oh. better. So I'm definitely excited about that. I'm going to touch that this week. Shout out to Lord Dizzy. I'm going to check out um this Vigor game that he keeps raging about. So I want to see oh, what Oh, yeah, the... that game looks good. Yeah, yeah he's saying, like, good. already, PUBG should be ashamed of themselves because this game is optimized. And I'm like, all right, all right, Dizzy. Oh, wait a second. Yo, you understand <laughs> that the, the, the head dev at PUBG explained to fix all of that, they have to scrap everything yeah. in that engine, throw the engine in the bushes, can, can, and start off from mm-hmm. a whole new engine. Man. Can, can I say something though, real quick though? Go for it. At, yeah. at this point, King David, the the way mm-hmm. I think one of the key reasons that Fortnite mm-hmm. is pulling such far ahead of them mm-hmm. is because they can do that like quick reaction, but like we yeah. want to drop the season every. Right two months because they don't have to go through that you know plus they they made the system i'm really thinking that you know if that's what they need to be able to do that quick reaction Mm -hmm. they need to just take that l and do it yeah (laughs) i just redo it that's what i said too i completely agree and shout out to lord requenio for being an evil influence he uh because he's like yo you didn't get the octopath and i'm like nah i really can't like you know i can't justify it right now like i got too much i haven't played can't get into rpg right now yeah like i can't so i'm saying i'm I'm trying to stay away from it that game looks so good yeah he's like a pusher king he's like yo I was like, <laughs> he, he ride hard for that switch. I, so I, here's I what he do. You know, a so, lot of people that you don't think game in a manner that they do. Yeah. That guy is on this switch. And I listen to the chat and I watch you guys all mm-hmm. the time. He is a pusher for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Cole. He said he's not digging it. Yo, Octopath, I get you, Cole. Like I said, I'm just trying to stay away from it. I heard too many good things, and I got too much in the backlog to even touch it. So here he come. Yo, this, that, and I'm like, yo, it's 60, whatever. I can't. And he's like, yo, free demo. So I go search. And I'm like, yo, it ain't no free demo, so I can't do it. So he's like, yo, here's the Nintendo account. You get it directly from the website with the direct link to your Switch. And I'm like, damn, got me. But then I got to download the demo. Like, to be honest with you, like, I'm not saying that game, the game looks phenomenal, especially, you know, my background yeah. in that in that genre. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just be looking, I'd be like, like, yo, is that $60? Like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I get it. Like, I get it. It looks phenomenal. But it's like at the same time, it's yeah. like, it looks like something I'd play on a 3DS. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I feel, I feel, I feel what you're saying. That mm-hmm. Switch it's games like, feel like they should be 40 bucks max. It's it's like that, that's, it's that's like, my problem. I, I, I'm playing guys. like 
Zelda. You mean mm-hmm. to tell me those games are the same price? Like what? <laughs> Nothing, man. But I am going to touch the demo, Lord Requain. You know, you have enabled some some BS, but I'm going to try to do it because I can't get out of free. Free is free. And he's like, yo, the, the, your, your stats transfer over if you do buy it. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Cole, Cole's going in. Cole, Cole's saying, don't waste your money. Wow. No, I can't say that. No, the, the, if there's been too many people that I respect in this community that have like flaunted the stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to get it eventually. Everything, but, the only negative thing I've heard about the game is that when it comes to the paths, like if you think it, it all circles back to some big grand like thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't. They're all eight individual stories mm-hmm. that don't necessarily coincide with each other. Mm-hmm. So there's no big mm. grand thing grand you're doing. Poker. Yeah, you're not saving the world or anything like that. Uh, I guess I was going to say one of the main complaints I heard too from a couple of people was mm-hmm. uh, that some of the boss fights really, really drag out, like talking like mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40 minutes of it's, just. Oh, no. Oh, wow. I don't know. I heard, I heard, well, I heard, then, then again, the mechanics are great, though. Then, then again. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. fights, these people could have been either under level. They might not know that I would really play the game. See, I, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. For Attic sure. loves boss fights, so I think that perk yeah. is interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People yeah. sit there, they, they will be trash at a game. Then they'll, you know, and I'm not saying anyone that made these uh, these let's, let's, let's hit these topics, I know man. We I am chomping at the bit, Yeah, man. we got to go. That's what's there. So, let's get the poll done and these are topics. All right, so last week, uh, polls are in and the people have spoken. With Microsoft, Nintendo, execs, and games like Fortnite pushing the idea of cross-progression, how important is cross-progression to you as a gamer to have this feature? The winner at 63% in a fairly convincing three-way IOP poll is the cross-progression is the future of gaming group. Coming in at second place at only 22% was cross-progression is an overblown feature group. And coming in at a very close third place with 15% of the vote is y'all just mad Xbox and Switch are losing MPD group. Thanks to all (laughs) the Lords voting for last week's ILP poll segment. What does Lord Undead think about this? Cross-progression? I did a whole uh, article on cross-progression on how it was going to be good for the industry as a whole and everything else i think it's i think it's i think it's the new wave i think it's the future especially when so many people are now buying multiple consoles like mm-hmm. there's so many even casuals that now own xbox and playstation right. and like for me cross progression why i eventually get my switch later next month it's mm-hmm. it's it's huge because like i play warframe on xbox for example mm-hmm. and like i i love warframe on mm-hmm. xbox it's fantastic Mm-hmm. And if I was able to carry my progress over to my Switch and be oh. able to be, play, be able to play Warframe with my friends on my Xbox and mm-hmm. then turn off the game, grab my Switch, hop on the train, Facts. and then be able to just pick my game up from there, that would be huge. Facts. That's what makes Fortnite on Switch so appealing. You know, exactly. You have that, yeah. have that I, I, I think with such a focus on mobile gaming and streaming, like Microsoft mm-hmm. says, they want to put everything on everything. Mm-hmm. And they want, and the switch is such a mobile, like on the mm-hmm. go device and everything. I think cross progression is almost a no brainer at this point. And I mm-hmm. still stand by the fact that PlayStation will bring back another handheld. Mm-hmm. And I think if they do, that cross progression's an absolute necessity. And I know they had cross saves for a lot of the games for the Vita, right. which was good, which was very good. Um, mm-hmm. And I think cross progression is just a huge thing. I think if. I think crossplay is going to take a lot longer for the mm-hmm. industry to adapt to, but I think cross progression is a good first step mm. at uh, ma- making progress in that area, anyways. 
No doubt. Shout out to DJ Singer in the chat. He said, you're my favorite now, Lord Undead. Warframe for life. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. So we're going to get into these topics. Like Lord King said, we move a little slow, so we got picked up a little bit. So my, I was going to set this thing off, and we're going to talk about Gamescom. Um, and obviously, we know this is arriving. The Lords will not be probably most likely making it this year. We got another obligation we're going to hit. But there's still a lot of things going on. And I kind of want to start with the um, obviously let's before we start, which side to start with just wanna, as far as what's going on. So pretty much, you know, obviously Microsoft, they're going to be out there at Gamescom. You know, there was a big <laughs> controversy <laughs> about uh, hardware, Microsoft announcing hardware out there. And they got these Twitter streets in a, in a tizzy. And um, I'll shout out to <laughs> Tom Warren and uh, The Verge going it was versus a. Uh, Major Nelson and his personal blog post. So initially, I guess he had a blog post that said uh, Microsoft would be announcing new hardware there. Then I guess they did like a, a major did a stealth edit where I guess they realized like they didn't want to confuse people as far as there being physical hardware, but actually like bunk. Like I don't even really feel like mm-hmm. it's fair to say a stealth edit. Like he he mm-hmm. messed up on the wording of his article and mm-hmm. he corrected it. Like right. In, in my case, like that happens a lot, doesn't it? Like, I mean, I I don't have too much of a big of an issue with the problem. The only thing I will give Tom Warren is that Microsoft has a history of this. They, this is not a precedent. They've done this a couple of times where they've had a post or something like that, and then you go back to the post and certain things change. And that yeah. and that's fine. That's fine as long. I mean, but his then, point is just own the mistake and just say like correction or whatever, whatever. Which I don't have a problem. But I Tom Warren did go extra hard, so I do see your point though. He but, went extra. Then you have like people like GameSpot like making the same article five times, just naming it a different article. Like, <laughs> he, Listen, he's not wrong. He is I, not a wrong. I'm, not I'm just telling you what happened in this case. <laughs> so pretty much that was that, and um, you know that that was one big thing. And obviously with my uh, with Xbox, they pretty much say they're gonna have like 25 games, diverse genres. You know, they expected uh, Forza Horizon 4 to be there, Ori Will and the Wisp, State of the Case 2, Daybreak Pack. They break pack will be there. And then obviously for King, PUBG with the new mode will all be debuted there on uh what you call it Gamescom. So that's pretty much yeah. the Xbox presence and then obviously the Sony stuff. So I want to start with the Sony stuff actually. So what do we think Sony could or would bring to Gamescom? Nothing. Anything that you might say? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Lord Undead. <laughs> Let's start with well, you. Look, look, historically, Sony doesn't really care about Gamescom historically. Okay. They don't usually unveil anything. I think we're going to see a couple of things. Like, I think we might see that medieval remake that they announced, but they didn't bring back up at E3. I think um, Sony's going to really see YouTube trailers. Like, we'll see a, pa- a Paris game show. And that's all. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah I, 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 I'm with I'm with addict on this. Is they're not gonna they're show gonna much. Bring more. out flute man. Throw up when he gonna have a, a drum solo, and then he gonna shoot out the flute. Do, 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 do. Oh and they're gonna <laughs> show the same like, man. I choose you. <laughs> and then you, they're gonna tell you to wait for PSX. Get out of here. It's over. <laughs> Throw that in the bush. Don't PlayStation in the bush. <laughs> All right, so that's that's pretty much what you got up there as far as what you think they they gotta show. I, I I think I think I think they're just going to show the same stuff they showed at E3. I think Gamescom for the for the most part, Gamescom is pretty redundant. Mm-hmm. On yep. for, I say for the most part because there is some surprises that do come from it, but mm-hmm. uh, traditionally speaking, we're going to see mm-hmm. the Resident Evil Two remake. We might mm-hmm. see some. Uh, you're going to see some more Spider-Man footage. Obviously, I think they'll show something else. 
um, which I don't know why they need to increase my hype level for that game. I don't, I don't, I don't even understand at this point. Um, <laughs> you're gonna see some Ghost of Tsushima stuff. You'll well, maybe like see some Last of Us Two stuff. They're, mm. they're just gonna show pretty much what they showed. Maybe some different stuff, but it's okay. it's rehash from E3, I think. Okay, no doubt. Fair enough. Fair enough. Lord Addict, you don't think much from the Sony side. You're not confident. They're not gonna show like nothing. Like I'm not even being sarcastic. Mm. Like they are legitly not going to show anything. What did they show last year? Do we know? Nothing. Remember off top, y'all? Anybody remembers off top what they showed last year? I can't remember off top. Uh, they weren't. I thought it was that, that um, zombie game, wasn't it? Wasn't it the zombie game that they showed like a thumbnail trailer or something? something yeah, Dave Gon got a, a, a the their first. I think it was like either their first or one of the first a deep games. Dive yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, you you think they're gonna save it for like PSX and that kind they of stuff? They might drop something on their PSX. YouTube channel mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Remember, they're, but, big on, they're big on Paris Games Week, so that's that's their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but, yeah. Yo, people Sean, need, people yeah. need to realize that like they really don't care. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they they are going to and what? Let's be real here. Like, mm-hmm. what are they? What could they even announce? Like. Well, so even known for secrets and, and had holding on to stuff. I, I was I wouldn't put it past them that they don't do anything. E three just ended and like they didn't really show anything new. Mm-hmm. So like you know maybe I think they might try and then they just dropped a a Spider Man story trailer. So I mean like yeah. if they didn't drop that at Gamescom, which is in like two weeks, I doubt they have anything. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Lord Sov, what do you think about Sony at Gamescom? What do you feel they might show or are you not mm, I too agree with These guys, it's going to be, if they show anything, it's just going to be rehashes of E3 stuff, maybe a little more footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Undead said, like um, maybe a little more Spider-Man stuff because that is, there's nothing after, I, I believe Paris Games Week is after the launch of mm-hmm. Spider-Man. So this would be the place to give the final push for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, although mm-hmm. at this point it, it's, it's kind of redundant, Every, you know, people are really excited for that game. I feel like they're they're showing too much of Spider Man too. Like mm-hmm. I'm I, not, I stopped watching. I did yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that. The war. I stopped watching. Yeah, I'm on that path a little bit too, addict, and and, and I did like I kind of feel like yeah, like slow down. Just yeah, yeah, yeah it's a little too much now. But um, no, I feel I feel where you're going, so that's pretty and much. Paris what you got. Week, I think that's where they they show out, and then yes. same thing for PSX. They're just you know, holding the cards for that. Mm, shout out to Santoba in chat. He said, uh, "Sony has Paris Games Week and Tokyo Game Show to worry about. They won't even be present at Gamescom, bar a booth. So not yep. much for presence." Thinking. King, do you agree with this? Yeah, I, I I don't ever see them um making that a priority. I see Microsoft making that a priority more than them. You okay. know, I don't see Sony, you know, making it a priority at all. Yeah, I'm in agreement with uh the Lords. You know, I don't expect a huge presence. Um. <laughs> Lord Coast stop a VR a VR flute controller for Ghost of Tsushima. Stop it. <laughs> so uh, I could see them, I could see them dropping a VR game on YouTube. Yeah, I, I would say like I think we may see some VR stuff possibly. You know what I mean? I don't expect nothing huge. Maybe one or two. Like, I would laugh if they did a conference at Gamescom and just showed nothing but VR stuff. You out of control. But uh, you know, flute man. <laughs> yeah, out of controlling this VR game. flute man. You know that that, that I would not even right hold to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I still think they may have like a couple of announcements, you know what I'm saying, just to kind of get their name in the air. But I, I do agree with the, the Lords that, um, you know, I don't really think they expect a strong, strong presence. So let's get into the Microsoft aspect of it. Obviously, we know what was supposed to was going to be shown and obviously the edit whole situation. But uh, I'm going to set this up. 
you know, for me, Gamescom still is important to them. You know, important important to me and and for them because at the same time, they just came off the, the goodwill of E3, and um, I think they need to keep the momentum going. And I don't know if you remember last year on there, we actually had this subject, and I kind of went in because if you remember Microsoft's E3 Gamescom last oh. year, oh, oh boy, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. And I, I was, that, that, that was the bowl full of controllers, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was that was yeah. the, the bad technical issues See, it, during the PUBG announcement. And, and, and I didn't even. Oh, I was so. Upset. I didn't even <laughs> mind like the bowl full of controllers because like. Cause that was coming to a different region. So they were like, you know, and plus like people, mm. people get mad and I, I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. I, mm. I have, uh, you know, stating that, you know, they just hey, man, you was raging together. They, they, so they, I yeah. Keep that same energy. <laughs> it's not that like, look, look, I can get mad that they, you know, show the same stuff they showed at E3, but people keep forgetting these are different regions. Like, right. like people need, like not everyone from Germany is mm. going to watch E3. Right. Facts, and, and that's so, a, that's a good point. That's a good. And point. especially like the reason that the controllers was such a present at at uh, Gamescom mm -hmm. last year is because at up until that point, the control the design thing wasn't in Germany, mm -hmm. and they announced that it was coming to Germany, and that's mm -hmm. why the controllers was there to show the combinations of stuff. You, you can know what's so cute after you get perspective after the fact after you done raged off is the fact that your tone has changed dramatically <laughs> to a point that is in. Thing. I said because that no, I you can go, you can go last year. You can go last year. Thing, and I would. I said the same exact thing then. No, I'm talking about us in conversation. I don't <laughs> care what you put for the world. I'm talking about what we had together and what we had together. When you was like, "What is wrong with these people? Why would they yeah. do the same no, thing?" It's like was, they had a thumb drive and they put in the drive. The flash you exactly that was your whole energy your whole energy okay, was the flash drive that, that's my personal opinion but you could sit there and have a perspective of something that's not you you okay hold up you guys are always coming at me for having a more broadened horizon when i look true, at shit true, when i do true. look at stuff from a different perspective oh you gotta no, have to say what, I'm telling, no, what, I, what i'm telling you no what well, see see and that's this is where you and i are different um the flip-flop yeah, that you energy. just did you it's just did a pancake a you just like, flipped it over and say but no no but, no hold up hold up hold get, up get what, what, what's going on with the attic it's the same thing i have i'm a very i'm i like i imagine like i said addict. from the perspective of me Addict seems very similar to me. When you first see something and it aggravates you, you'll fly off the handle about it for the first 24 <laughs> hours. And then when you take a step back and you look at it, it's a different, it's a different vibe for it. Like it's so we gotta give it a 24 hours. Like, oh, whatever. so so you one of those people that commit the murder then be remorseful after, after right? Like, oh, oh man, all the way through. Get when it, I was covering it. E3, <laughs> uh -huh. I was sitting there watching the Ubisoft show. I had to sit there, watch that damn dancing panda and everything. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there going, it's fine. It's not worth it because Splinter Cell will be here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I felt oh. the same way. I was like... <laughs> you really suffer through that. They, yeah, they, get, they, get, they get everyone on the stage and they're like, that's the Ubisoft press conference. I have never sworn so much in my life. <laughs> 
I threw my headset. I was yeah. mad. I was angry. I went on Twitter. I like made like six <laughs> tweets. And then I sat there and went, it's not that big of a deal. That got mad again. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, it's a no, rage cycle. The, the, but the, yeah. I like I get where like addicts coming from on that. Like it made sense why they did what you know they what? did, I, but it it's it, it, it's easy it's to get memed it's on fine. Twitter. It's fine. No, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. If they do the same exact thumbnail crap this year, if they do the same exact trailer and the same exact thumbnail crap this year in a different region, I'm not gonna. I, I, I listen. This is the same energy. I'm not gonna stand for it. No, I Show me something different. I, I don't want that. I don't okay, buy so. that. I don't buy that. You know that 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 different region stuff. I don't buy that at all. I mean, it's E3. If you're a gamer, I don't care where you are. You're trying. You're gonna find a way to watch. But E3. here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. When you're it, when you're doing that, you can't assume that everyone in that region watched right. E3. That's true. Right. But you're but not gonna regurgitate the whole thing. Right. Put a little extra to it. Yeah. That, you know, jazz like, it up. Fix it up. They didn't I, even change the order. <laughs> Yo, it was the same exact thing and i said you just wasted time of my life that i won't get back because i did this I didn't already like it. i watched the highlight i didn't even watch it okay king i'm with you king i'm with you because at the end of the day mm -hmm. it's all with you at the end of the day yes I, you're right from a you perspective i'm just gonna go back to the attic world no we like the new attic I tried to look at it from a different perspective. No, I don't I love it. it. No, keep, 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 no, keep the new no, attic. I love that. I love it. No, no, throw that attic in the bushes. Throw that attic in the bushes. Let's pull out gaming attic back out of the bushes. Let's get Attic's world back up in the mix. I'm about that one. I don't like that. I don't like that. Microsoft should have showed everything the same. The switch don't sell nothing in don't digital. Know God, no. Yeah, yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's back. back. All, I, all I would say is I, 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 yes. I don't want his trash attic back. Yeah, I don't want his trash. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't want that attic. I, like, I love okay. that, I like that attic. He's in the bushes. You say that now. You he's say that now. I love that attic. <laughs> all I'm going to say is I agree with uh, Kickers that, yes, I mean, attic's made a great point. Yeah, you want to, you got to understand that some people are not are in the regions that haven't seen it. All I'm saying is that for the most part, you know, it's a huge event. And just to even add something additional, right? No, there was no reason why they had the same trailer. Yeah, I was, that's all I was talking. really talking about, you know, mm -hmm. the controllers and stuff because mm -hmm. that, that feature wasn't in that region till then. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, but showing the exact same controller. Uh, yeah, that's when they lost me. Yeah, I, I would not mind the same exact trailers if they added something afterwards. Okay, we this is the E3 yeah. trailer. This yeah, is I don't even we have something even more. I don't right. even want to see the anything same. Like, if you go to any kind of region, mm -hmm. like, first off, why are you showing like the uh, the that region the same thing you show the uh, Americans? Like, it makes no sense. Like, right. technically, we uh, like you know we have different cultures. We probably like different stuff. Why are you show them the same yeah, thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I'm with you. I'm with you. So that's pretty much it. And the last thing, obviously, we know, um, you know, with the whole, you know. Thing. I want to I want to get solid perspective. I didn't hear it like the whole uh, Tom Warren versus Larry Herb stuff edit, you know, editorial etiquette kind of thing. So I didn't get your opinion on that. Like, did you what did you feel about that whole situation? You think Tom Warren went in too hard? Um, I just think. I, not necessarily that it went in too hard, but it's something that needs to be addressed. And we've mm. we've spoken about this, about, uh, you know, fantastical headlines just to get yes. clicks 
and things like that. Um, we've, we've definitely seen it on the YouTube side where mm -hmm. you'll see a title for something and you'll click in there and then it has nothing to do with mm. what was specifically stated in the title Facts. of the video. Facts. And, you know, at, at this point- just talked about this on Gaming Perspective yesterday, right. by the way. Too. And at this mm -hmm. point, you know, Microsoft should not be doing this, especially Microsoft. If they've mm -hmm. been, they're the ones have been accused of flip-flopping and, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and funny language, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to like, uh, what is it? Uh, launch exclusive or whatever the right. heck, right? Be as clear and, be as clear and concise <laughs> as, be as clear and concise as possible. If you mm -hmm. know full well, you're not launching actual gaming hardware. <laughs> Say exactly what you say, you know, but stay peripheral, technically, say whatever. Like. They are launching gaming hardware when it's like a custom hardware system, if it's a Gears of War system, right. or, you know, uh, because we don't have that uh, new Xbox One X system, except for the launch exclusive system. We don't mm -hmm. have that uh, new system. PlayStation has yeah. a, a hardware launch with the Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. So you, I mean, you have we'll to understand it's a different skew. Well, they know, said so they did it a different hardware. But you, you know bundles. what you're generating when you when you write that a certain way. You know, and that's the thing. I, it could have been totally yeah, it's clickbait. It's clickbait. Right. Right. But of course, if we're talking about it. So exactly. this is the, that was go. the the whole agenda. Get them talking about hardware. They launching hardware. So Phil oh. just talked about hardware. Are they coming out earlier than, oh, you than the PlayStation? In the you know, it's so if that was wait, Kratos went in. Oh, great one when that happened, Kratos went bonkers and he started that people just started <laughs> if that was going at him. If that was like a legit like on purpose, mm -hmm. like I don't even understand what they thought they were gonna get from that. Like <laughs> what views what and person comments? what no, like what person that actually keeps up with this stuff. Let's be real here. Does anyone in this panel think they're going to announce the Scarlet at Gamescom? No, I mean, anybody, any, and I agree with Santo, anybody, any hardcore gamer with common sense knows that that was not a Scarlet Not the layman, though. But not the layman. And that's where I got to and, and I do think there is a journalistic responsibility that has to be kept. And the only thing I do agree with Warren is that, you know, this is not the first time, though, right? Microsoft has done this before, and you just you like, yeah. you were like you like yo, Microsoft said such and such, and then you send your man an article, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> it was right here. Now I don't see it <laughs> no more. You know, when yeah. it says such and such. So I think yeah, he went hard, but at the same time, you know, there is a level of journalistic integrity, and this is your base. You have to be very concise. You got to be very clear because people will run with it. Now, to your point. You know, do you think it was clickbait? Do you think it was maybe first like this is some grand marketing plan to get people talking so they tune in to Gamescom to see if Microsoft's really gonna announce? I mean, how them? quick? How quick was it? Was it corrected? Like, oh, very quickly. That's, That's the thing. It was, uh, yeah. it was roughly about twenty minutes. They had yeah. corrected. Yes, yes. Oh, 20 for, minutes? For it to oh, be, come on. That's good. That's a lot, that's a lot of clicks. <laughs> 20 minutes. Man, yeah, but, yeah, listen, y'all y'all talking about something I really don't care about. I know this is an agenda against Larry Herb. Um, I've noticed this and, <laughs> an I, and I still see it. No, against no, the white gloves? Yeah, yo, it's an agenda against this man. They feel like like he's a dinosaur and they want to move him mm -hmm. out. So any type of thing that they can attach to him that's in a negative fashion, they're trying to push him in a, in a, in a get him out of here type of thing. Let's get Microsoft younger or whatever. Uh, Larry Herb is our uncle. Larry Herb uh, does his job to perfection. Uh, and I, I like Larry Herb stuff. Now, I don't know what these people have against him. He's a nice face of the franchise. Uh, you have... 
other uh, faces of the franchise for PlayStation. Remember that fake Larry Herb that they had over oh there for the commercials? God. He's gone, right? They threw him in the bushes. Larry is here to stay, and until Larry wants to step away, leave Larry alone. <laughs> Paul said Larry needs to be put out the pasture. I've heard this. Like, no, and that's the that's like real him. thing. That's a real thing. Hashtag yeah. not my uncle Larry. Yo, they going in. They that's going in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Right there. And the, the chat is telling you exactly what the consensus is. And I've seen it and I'm like, wow. I and, and, and that's the like, only I, only thing I can say is wow. Larry held down the fort through the good and the bad. Let Larry reap his rewards when you know Xbox launches the next system, and then maybe he can go out the pasture. But leave Larry alone. <laughs> Let Larry walk off on Larry terms. I, like, I don't. I don't have an issue with Larry. My my thing is with with this in particular. Mm -hmm. If the goal was to get people talking about it, right? It's a costume. If the goal was to get people to talk about it, they did that but for such a short period of time, like for it to then be like, you know, retcon, the whole thing retcon, yeah. that just, why don't you announce it closer to Gamescom so that it has a bigger impact then? So that people really can be like, well, uh, what are they announcing? Like, oh my God, what are they announcing? Is going in. There's like, Larry needs to go. Larry <laughs> Herb. Yeah, look at that. Look at this. Your race Larry yeah, Herb. Larry Herb. <laughs> Yo. No, no, damn it. Awesome. Man. I love it. I love it. We talked the subjects in here. What do you feel about Major Nest? Like, I don't care if he stays, if he goes, if he goes to Sony. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Whoa, whoa, Lord whoa, Undead, whoa. Lord Undead. You're, Yo. you're, 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 you're Major Nelson. Oh, Major Nelson? I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like for when you when you watch Inside Xbox, I feel like uh, Larry's retirement time is coming. Oh, wow. I, I, you watch Inside Xbox, I feel like he'll eventually step away and you'll see um, Graham Boyd probably step mm, into his bongos. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and they've they've got a really talented group of younger guys. Like just just looking, if you watch Inside Xbox, there's a lot of talented people involved in that show, mm -hmm. and there'd be a lot of people that would be willing to do the step up. I hate that so, show. And, and Larry's been in the industry for a long, long time, and I love the fact that he he absolutely drums up the glove meme. I love that he I lives love for that. It, now. Man. Oh Larry God. is the clean. He's the pristine. Larry is the. You can't have a new system launch without the gloves going around it. Come on, man. Larry is the magic Yo, man, baby. Boss like Larry is, is clean. Larry is the Mister Rogers of X. <laughs> Yo, you know what? And, and, and listen, oh, listen, and, and that I wouldn't deny that. That assessment right there. So you know, Mr. Funny. Rogers is the only childhood guy that has not been besmirched. He, he has not yeah, been drugged down. I Some love Larry. Like Larry. Blizzard says hashtag save Larry. All right, we see some Larry. Yeah. Love, I'll get worried. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> it's like, yo, listen, I don't like that inside Xbox stuff. I don't yeah. like it. It's canned stuff. Larry's not good for that. Mm -hmm. Let's remove Larry off of that. But when Larry giving you games of the month, and when you're looking at what's coming out for games of the month, and he's click and go, and Larry's reading off that prompter, Larry is the best in the business he's of making that part happen. Well, I, I, I yes, he's clean, man. I love Larry I, I professionalism. I think what well, it is, I guess sometimes I you have think, to disconnect. But get that. At the end of the day, they don't have an off the top though. His freestyle what, what is garbage. Yeah. When it comes to stuff like this, mm -hmm. you know, that's debatable if it was on the accident or not, but. When it comes to like live camera, you know, how many interviews does this man have a year? When's the last time he did a PR nightmare? <laughs> yep. No doubt. Like never. 
Like I can't even. Yep. Like, when's the last time he said something that you know people latch on to and, and misinterpret? Because he knows how to handle questions, and if it's not right, he'll just be like, "I don't even want to touch that." Like, we got to thank you. I guess it's hashtag save Larry then. <laughs> thank you. Let's see, thank but, uh, you. That's that's all I got. If anything else on uh, Gamescom, so we can uh, move on. <laughs> I just laugh how it turned into a Larry. Yeah, it just turned into Larry out of nowhere. This is this is kind of hilarious. I mean, yeah, we go all over the place, baby. We all over. <laughs> Dude, all I was gonna say is I'm just looking forward to the announcement from my crew, uh, THQ Nordic. Those are my peoples, and I heard Cyberpunk 2077 is gonna make an appearance, so I'm dying to see that. But that's all Good. I got. So Lord Soft, crack down back again in the news. What's going on, man? Yeah. So it's, speaking about Gamescom and things we may or may not see at Gamescom. <laughs> Um, so Eurogamer published an article last week um, talking about the development of Crackdown and basically the tough time that it's had from its inception um, all the way to its different showings and the expectations people had for the game, the, the times the game changed hands in terms of development, the fact that the game hasn't had strong leadership in terms and unity of, of vision um, and what that means for the game that we'll be getting in February. Mm -hmm. um, and the tone that I got from the article mm -hmm. uh, leads me to believe that they have some sort of insider knowledge indicating that that game is still not ready to go. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what scares me a little bit about the game. Listen, it, it's a game. It's not, you know, the, the end all be all. But for a game to have this much issue mm -hmm. all the way through its development, not get canceled, right? And to come out and be less than good, mm. it's going to be a big disappointment um, for people who love. I, I, I love Crackdown. I think Crackdown is great. Um, after playing the original Crackdown on back compatibility, I, I went out and definitely said, I don't want to see that game again. Mm. I need to see that. I need <laughs> that's, 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 what, that's what me and King saw. I was there with you guys. I saw it. I played. Oh, yeah, you was <laughs> my bad. I don't want that either. Um, and mm -hmm. there's something specific in the article that Phil Spencer said that he said, listen, this last this last delay came from me playing the game. Mm. Two yep. things, right? It came from two things. Me realizing that the release too. window that we had for it now would be insane, <laughs> right? It's absolutely insane to release it in the fall of this year. It they called it the blast audience. zone. Exactly. It is they a called zone. it the blast zone. <laughs> now, beyond that, though, beyond that, that that's a valid reason. Beyond right. that, he said, I played the game, mm -hmm. and I love Crackdown, mm -hmm. and it didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. He was head of development out. on the original, or was it the second Crackdown? Wasn't he overseeing um, Microsoft games at that part? On the original crackdown, yeah, that's what he said in the video. Yeah, he said that in the video that he he was ahead and you know that was part of one of his babies. that's that's what bothers me about that last statement is that a year out from launch, less than a year out from launch, you're saying the game doesn't feel right. So what I gotta ask you guys is what what game do you think we're getting in February? I don't know. Let's get on this. The the thing is with. Crackdown 3 is like I I've been I've covered uh Crackdown 3 exclusively on the website all the bumps and all the mm -hmm. things that issues that have gone on with it. Mm -hmm. And there was three companies working on Crackdown 3 originally. Mm -hmm. Um there's Sumo Digital, uh Correct. there's the one that escapes me right now and then there was the Cloud Engine uh mm -hmm. 
which was handling all the multiplayer destruction. Well, the other one developer dropped out last year. Cloud Engine just uh, the head guy uh, whose name was uh, the like, head guy is Dave uh, Jones. Dave Jones on Cloud. Yeah, Dave Jones. He quit, and he is now part of Epic Games, and he's part of uh, the Fortnite movement now. Mm-hmm. Um, and his company went with him. So Cloud Engine's now part of for, uh, now not part of Fortnite. It's now part of mm-hmm. Epic Games. Mm-hmm. So that Epic Games is using that uh, company to their full potential now. So the only people that are still working on Crackdown Three is Sumo Digital, right. which they they do a fantastic job. They have some great mm-hmm. games in their ca- their catalog, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they've got the scope to deliver on the promises that have been mm-hmm. sent with this game. And Lord Undead, I heard that. Um, shout out to Jez Corden, that's my dude, Xbox Two. Yeah, through Jez, um, I heard that um, the single player is still being worked on. Yeah, currently right now. As far as far as, as far as it sits, everything is still being worked on. As for like from what I know, and Jez would have better sources than I would mm-hmm. in that regard. Mm-hmm. But as far as like people are saying that this game is still far off, they need another delay, but they. Mm-hmm. It's a running let me give a shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me give a shout out to Xbox um Xbox four four eight. Um mm-hmm. we were talking about this yesterday and I gotta give a lot of credit to uh mm-hmm. his uh insight on certain things. Mm-hmm. But I went back to the original source of the game when they showed the game and they showed the game in its form when it was doing the destructibility. Mm-hmm. Remember when they shot down that building and the building fell in the slow motion yeah. and everything was breaking mm-hmm. around it? All right. Now, look at the graphics in that game, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what system they were using, <laughs> but it it made me feel like Trip Hawkins was back and Trip Hawkins <laughs> was the live in the flesh. The, the captain of the finesse team, Trip Hawkins <laughs> was actually... Listen, I've never been finessed in a fashion of Trip Hawkins. Trip Hawkins was a master showman. He was a magician live in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He showed you things that really wasn't there. He lied in the in your face with a smile and got it across to get those guys to sell <laughs> and buy. He loved Trip. He loved Trip. Listen, I know he does. Listen, I know he does, and he I got no problem guy like with a, that. Uh, but that man is the ultimate. If you want to get something sold, you bring in Trip. Trip is going to get it sold no matter what. Because what you see is not what you get, but what you get is not what you see. And I think they did that, and they thought they can reach that goal. I saw that original video again yesterday. Yeah. And after seeing what we got now, the systems that in the games that we're playing, nothing looks like that game that we mm, got now. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think me, until we get the next system, mm-hmm. it would look like that. Yeah. Let me yeah. read you a little piece. Let me, yeah. let me, yeah. let me read awesome. a little, a quick little piece from the article. It says Jones eye-catching demo that showed the impressive destruction tech in a multiplayer crackdown-themed environment. It turns out was only ever about showing off the potential Central. of the cloud. It was never intended to represent oh, yeah. gameplay gamers might actually get to experience. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. And that's worry. the problem. That's, well, that's the problem. That's the thing. We're, we're, we're married to that. Killzone 2 all, mm-hmm. all over again. Well, Undead. that's the thing, though. Like, when people don't understand what Jones is like. His whole purpose wasn't to make Crackdown 3 the most amazing thing ever. He was trying to sell his cloud engine software, and he was right. in Crackdown 3 to sell his cloud engine software and how well it runs and everything else. And mm-hmm. Crackdown 3 demoing well would have done really, really well for him. 
Right. And, now, and now everyone my, was like, everyone went full in on that company after that first absolutely. show. Absolutely. Now, now, my question you undid is do you think that is a finesse? Do you feel misled, misled after now the, the, you know, the layers are coming off due to this Eurogamer article? That's all. Oh, look, I'll be honest with you. I never had an interest in Crackdown, like mm -hmm. from one, two, and three. Like, there's, there's no interest there. However, yeah. on the technological standpoint that they were trying to achieve with three, mm -hmm. it picked my interest because. Yeah, thank if, you. I mean, you're the same. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Because, like, it, the, the, what this could bring to other games if this was to mm. off would be amazing. Amazing. Dude, let me jump in. You get you got me excited. <laughs> Dude, like I, I'm in the same position as you London. I am not a crackdown guy from the very beginning. Even I think I only bought the first one. Wasn't it a packing with the Halo 3? Yep. Right. And that's I, the only reason why you brought yep, it. Yep. I did not care about that game. It did nothing for me. No disrespect to the people who love it. It's just not my cup of tea. Right. I'm like, I'm getting that Halo early, so I guess I gotta play this game. <laughs> so you know, with the whole thing is I, I agree with Lord Undead completely. When the cloud destruction part was announced and debuted from a technical standpoint because i'm a techie that excited me i'm like okay so finally we can see some real world implementation of quote unquote the power of the cloud right? look look look, look the, the first thing my brother thought when he saw that i know K king david's gonna get a kick out of this he says like we are one step closer to having an open world hulk game Oh, that would be total destruction. total destruction of a city running loose with the Hulk. And ju it just gave, remember, they were like, yo, the assets are all being done in the cloud. And you know what I'm saying? We, we 20 went 20 times the competition. Computational power. power. Yo, <laughs> you know what? That's that, that's that Microsoft up for a huge fall. Yes. But that gonna, that's going to lead into my topic, and I'm going to do that later. I but I understand what that did for microsoft at the time and for for the sale of that software yes of course he trip hawkins the hell out of it he did all right he did and maybe it doesn't come out this generation that that software works in a capacity or the form that he wants it to uh unless you have optimal uh a cpu power to do that across right. the board uh through the cloud and let those computations come down right mm -hmm. okay Maybe it doesn't happen then, but maybe it happens in the future. But mm -hmm. that man sold his software, and he did it in a very spectacular fashion that he right. fooled millions. And then he dipped off, and now he's with Epic. So yeah, he got a bag. <laughs> he got his bag, and so, he's out. And you know, you know what the best part is? His official yeah, job title what? at Epic has nothing to do with cloud engineering. No. He, is, he is the <laughs> he is he is their esports uh, no. director. Like like Joe. To be, but to be fair to him, though, it wasn't it wasn't him finessing that and just moving on. This is part of the problem that the game has had through its through through its entire development that it's changed hands a number of times. Yeah, that is correct. So it, it isn't necessarily his fault because he said once once the sumo people came on and became the primary developer, like his his involvement in the game was only advisory. So it's like his involvement just continued to diminish, not necessarily because he chose it that way. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things. This is another thing that's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. so they recently talked about, you know, getting the game to the finish line and what that mm -hmm. means, right? So they put Ken Lobb in charge of making sure that the team maintains focus. Like, how did you not have this 
type of person in charge from the very beginning, making sure there's focus yeah. and you're hitting goals that are hittable, right? right? And it just seems like everything from like in inception of the concept, how they wanted to mm -hmm. expand on the concept to its execution, there was just nobody was on the same page is what it feels Sovereign, like. can we agree that Crackdown is really the B team? Oh, mm, yes. Well, so right. yeah, no, no, people yeah, are concerned. it's the B team. People are concerned it's with some more digital handling a title like this. They, they, right. It's, it's, it, no, I'm talking about when I say it's the B team, we all know Microsoft has Big Mac, Fries, and Shake, right? Mm -hmm. So that is the A team. Right. right, we we can agree to that part, right? That mm -hmm. Halo, Forza, yeah, that and yeah. Gears is the A team. Mm -hmm. uh, Crackdown is part of the B team. Uh, Fable, uh, uh, Crackdown, and whatever the hell else. I don't know. My but, concern, my concern is them not wanting to make it more than what it is already. But see, I disagree with that part, so only because the only thing that gives me a little hope is when Phil himself plays it and is like, "This is not a go." <laughs> I think it got out of I think yeah. it got out of like, control yeah. when the expectations of the B teams, the B when I say B team, I'm mm. not talking about the development team. I'm mm. talking about the the how they view it. This mm. got a budget of this and let mm -hmm. it be that. I think mm. it got out of control mm. soon as Scalebound got canceled yeah. and expectations of this game. Right. Right. So and they said, damn, we even if we wanted it. to cancel this game. We can't. We can't. Not with the yeah. climate right now. Oh. Hey, hey, let me just get this one point off, Ken, because you're making fantastic right. points. The thing, too, is just like, again, when I see the comments from Phil, and like I said, he's, yeah. you know, he's like, this is not a goal. Let's put some more time in. And now this Euro game comes. And let's be honest, like, Phil really has been transparent with this whole situation. Like, usually when bad information to try to get sources, like, Eurogamer is getting the sources. So clearly yeah. he cares about this game enough to try to get this out there. The only concern I have is which the elephant in the room is kind of the Titanfall 2 syndrome. Look at that release date also. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're still yeah. putting it in a bad situation where it's not. Yeah, they need to attach it. They need to do what they did with mm -hmm. the other one with putting like a Halo or some type of demo attached mm -hmm. to this game. And nowadays, you really can't do that strategy because most mm -hmm. of the games is being purchased digitally. And mm -hmm. most of the games, all the games now, is going to Game Pass. Mm -hmm. So that strategy is mm -hmm. is is uh a dinosaur now is a relic it, it can't be used mm -hmm. so the way that they were shoehorning this trojan horse in the game to you before yeah. that can't be done anymore mm -hmm. so how can we package this game to get it to us and i think game pass is the perfect way to trojan horse that game to you probably oh, so because so. basically yeah it's hella high water and they're figuring hey game pass maybe we'll give them games we didn't get and this is and this yeah, is oh, real quick and this is the thing though so do you guys think if Phil touches that game again in January and he <laughs> says, no, it's not ready, do you think he moves it? This is what I say. Yeah. And I'm, I got to jump on this because this is going to lead into somewhat of the poll question. Of, but the thing is, I say, yo, if it's still what it is, we'll just save that to Scarlet. Let's move this to Scarlet. Like, it's clearly not ready. It's clearly still having issues if the computational power is not there or just change direction. We've seen this with titles like Rise. Remember, Rise was like a Kinect game, if I remember, right. yeah. when it first announced. There's nothing – look, I understand from an egotistical standpoint and from a perception standpoint, right? It doesn't look the greatest. You delay, oh, delay it again. But what's to me, what's the alternative? You put this what? thing out. It's a 60-something Metacritic. You know what I mean? And you're gonna get killed again and oh, another Microsoft first party that, that didn't do it, mm -hmm. you know. So that my thing is just it's okay. I mean, let's financially it's really gonna kill them. 
You know what I'm saying? I say Xbox Scarlet. Go ahead, uh, um, Attic. I hear you in the back. I think you would probably have to rebuild the entire game for yeah. 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 Rebuild. Do I, it, listen. This game is ready take... by February. Mm. I'm sorry. They just need to cancel it. Like, let me get undead on this. Or this that, that last part. I'm dying to hear his perspective on that. Well, see with Crackdown Three, like I still, I'm, I'm still one of those people that think they should have given, uh, they should have kept time on Scalebound, and they should have canceled Crackdown mm. back then. Because <laughs> honestly, like you can't take three different studios and put them all together. Mm-hmm. And then just hope that a good game is going to emerge from it. And that's what they tried to mm-hmm. do with this. They didn't try to coordinate. They didn't have someone that was running the show of all these three studios. They had three different studio heads with mm-hmm. Jones doing like a kind of overseeing kind of right. this is kind of what's going on. They kind of had a couple of guys in observation mm-hmm. roles, but you didn't have someone that was like telling Cloud Engine, this is mm-hmm. what I need you guys doing. They didn't have somebody saying they're going, this is what I need Sumo Digital. You, you know what's sad? The thorns that's in Phil Spencer's sides, mm-hmm. he didn't even do. Yeah, he didn't create these. Yeah, he didn't create these problems. I, I get that. I guess. I guess. Um, I had a question for Undead in reference to, the, like, I hear where you're going. It's just like, man, like, don't you think it does more damage if it just releases in the state it is? It is just. I really think it's bad. best off if it's not done by February. Boss just moves is Man, boss going, moves going crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to ignore him. He he's making me laugh. need to throw Crackdown and Larry Herb out the pasture together. <laughs> yeah, guess, oh, boss moves you both. That's my dude. But what I'm saying, Attic and Undead, is like, I'm just, from as a gamer, I'm just scared. Like, this thing bombs. We're never going to get another Crackdown game. I don't know that we get another. As of right now, I don't think we're going to get one either. Anyway, mm-hmm. like yeah, you're, we're, you're we're getting to the, the choir point. on that. You, yeah. We're getting to the yeah. point. I don't think you know. I don't think mm-hmm. Scalebound was savageable. Like mm-hmm. I think that was more of like an internal thing. Yeah, internal with thing the, with Platinum with Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think Crackdown. Mm-hmm. I think that communication was lost with mm-hmm. what they were promising mm-hmm. and they know that if they didn't get something even remotely i i think they're just trying to figure out how to sell this game to people now yeah. because well, game pass is the perfect way well, i gotta admit that though i gotta admit that game pass, yeah throw it in there you know try to create some engagement and i will say this i am looking forward to the four-player co-op hopefully if it's still in the game <laughs> to be a yeah. hundred with you man like mm-hmm. I'm getting kind of tired of talking about crap. No, listen, I feel you. Oh, I didn't right. want to, but this this article that sauce off brought to my attention is just too juicy. We had to talk about. Oh it. no, I get that, but like it's just like, like it's not even our fault. It's not <laughs> no one's fault for picking the top. It's like Microsoft put this game in such a bad position to where it has to be talked about every couple months because yeah. the thing keeps getting delayed. Well, my, my bigger question is why did Microsoft decide that Crackdown, a franchise that was not one of their big heavy hitters, had to be a heavy hitter this gen? Why yeah. Crackdown 3 had to be the they, they had they, they no can... games. They had no games. They had no games. They didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Like, so you know, <laughs> if Crackdown came out and it did the most what the multiplayer is supposed to do. I don't think this game would have an issue, but yeah. you know, it, I think that's the issue. They can't get the multiplayer. And I want you to go drought, back the drought and look at that video. And I think, yeah. and I think if this go back and look at that video, go back and look game. back that original video. Yeah, yes, no, no, it looks ridiculous. And this to Undead's point, I think they if they you're gonna wager new tech on anything, 
mm-hmm. that's unproven, you're gonna wager on like like King said, a B team. Like a mm. B team. If you if they had if they had put out a Halo video utilizing this stuff mm-hmm. and it didn't come to pass in the Halo game, mm-hmm. the pushback would be much more than for yes. Crackdown. And plus, like, you know, I get that, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Microsoft be taking so many L's, like this topic has died. This topic yeah. has Let's died and it's in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. So unless unless you got anything else to finish off your topic. No, man, that's it. I just I, I want a, a decent Crackdown game. I, I don't know that we get that. <laughs> you are not the only one. <laughs> yeah, it has got that. to the point where everybody eyeballs is on this and they gotta have good moves. Yeah, oh, it's man. a shame. So, Lord Addict, you got a good one, man. Scarlet Talk. Let's get to it. I just want to, like, you know, briefly go over this because uh, I don't want to go too much over, but yeah. with the Scarlet, you know, whatever it's going to be called, mm-hmm. what do you think? Is required at launch for this mm, system to be this. successful. I want to jump in, but we got to guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Good, Dave. What you got? Uh, to be successful. Uh, well, the thing so is, not like, out the gate, like not the gate, like hit, hit the ground running. Well, we know what sells consoles. That's realistic. But, yeah, we know what sells consoles at the gate. Mm-hmm. Price point. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it. It would have been a whole different start out the gate if we hadn't had the Force Connect bundle Facts. with Xbox One. If Xbox One didn't launch with the Connect and was the same price as the PS4, Facts. let's face it, Sony's launch lineup was was not as good as the Xbox. Was, was not great. Nope. Microsoft's wasn't amazing, but they at least had a launch lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if the thing is, is what you're seeing is you see all these studios gearing up. You see Sony's gearing up stuff. You see Microsoft's gearing up stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see one of the best console launches for software mm-hmm. and hardware. I think there's going to be games that I think I 100% believe that the new Halo game will be the launch title. Damn, game. you're stealing my points with that. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> because like 100%, you want to sell people an Xbox? Mm. You want to make them forget about everything that went Go. wrong with Xbox One? You laid a gauntlet down. Give you them put that Xbox, down. Give them Halo. Facts. And people yeah. will, and especially like Halo, new engine, reworked Ooh. from the ground up. You're mm. gonna you're you're gonna hit every person that ever owned an, an original Xbox, an Xbox 360. Mm. And you put a nice price point on that, mm. plus the services yeah. that Microsoft has been building mm. on the Xbox One. That's all going to add up for a very very interesting start. That's mm. if they keep that, and that's the key thing is affordability. Yes. And I know it seems like a stupid thing to to fight about now because mm. we're so far into the generation everything's mm. almost pretty much the same price except for like the pro and the x are like a hundred dollars mm. difference that's like the only wiggle room we've got price wise mm. but I've... when you launch off a console we saw it with the ps3 it was like three hundred dollars more expensive than the 360 <laughs> nobody wanted the ps3 fat boy mm. <laughs> but that, and, that, and that's the thing is like price point and software are huge pushes and that's why if anyone mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers of the xbox one and the ps4 mm-hmm. right out the gate they mm-hmm. weren't fantastic and that was because mm-hmm. there was no because a lot of the games were still available on ps3 and xbox 360 for a mm-hmm. while and the launch games were like mm-hmm. They weren't fantastic, so they they're looking to 
give you a reason to buy it day one because Microsoft realizes that they can't catch up this generation. They got to start focusing on next generation. Facts. Yo, let me jump in and that got me hype. <laughs> Stole my price point thing, but it's all good. Great mind, stick alike. <laughs> Yo, straight out the gate, man. They have to have, first of all, Addy, I love this topic. Um, Straight out the gate, strong launch lineup. You got to follow like that Switch and that Dreamcast script. You got to have eight to 10, you know what I mean? And Halo Infinite got to be part of it. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Obviously, they have another big game that's good, fine. But if if any possibility that Halo Infinite is ready, I'm with Lord Undead. You have to throw that in launch. You put the gauntlet down. This is our baby. This is the new engine. This is what you can do. So that's one. Two, uh, this is a king move. You got to demonstrate power. You got to showcase why I need to even jump to this, right? Because at the end of the day, as much as we love the X, we can't say outside outside of the multi-plats, right? There's the multi-plats you'll see. Wolfenstein, oh my God, 4K60, this one, oh my God. But for the first party, we haven't really seen that game. It's, I'm not disrespecting CFDs because the water looks fantastic game, HDR, but you need that graphical showcase game because I look at CFDs as more of a, like a cartoony art style. You know what I'm saying? You need that. Mm, oh, like, uh, oh, yeah. You need that, that. You need that God of War. You need that Horizon yes. Zero. Dawn. You, you need, need those that. Games that your heart like when you see this, like I've never seen that before. You need yeah. those kind of moments to say, okay, this is why you're gonna get that 400 or that 500, whatever it is, right? And then the third thing, which I I'm pretty confident they're gonna do, is the forward compatibility. You gotta make sure, yo, you good. If you have your, you know, everything's coming. You know what I mean? That's the great thing. Shout out to the great wall, my man, Lord Bill Stillwell and the team. You know, obviously we had him here on ILP roundtable. You know, you got to reassure that that game is that their library is coming with them. You still keep, you know, the Xbox 360 stuff pumping. So this way, gamers know if you're with Xbox, your ecosystem come with you, right? That's what you need. You got it. So it's those three things. And, and to me, if they do that, they've got a great shot. You know what I'm saying? And I, And obviously they got to launch either before or at the same time as the ps mm -hmm. <laughs> that that's my last day so i know if i took up a lot of points but i was hyped i was hyped little <laughs> song continue for me a big thing is the natural forward progression of the os mm -hmm. i don't want to start a new console generation with a brand new os telling me that i have to mm -hmm. wait a year to get features that I've already been using for the past oh, five years. Oh, thank you for saying. Don't do the Destiny 2 where you retract features that was already in the was already there. That was successful. Don't do the Destiny 2 launch. <laughs> Preach, Saab. Let's go. No, you need to move. Listen, you need to continue to improve the OS that you have. I know people have issues with it being slow, being clunky, whatever. Mm -hmm. Keep improving it. Just keep improving it. Mm -hmm. Don't start from scratch and tell me that I have to wait forever to get my Dolby Vision or, or to get my Dolby mm -hmm. Apple or whatever the heck you would right. have to add to whatever new OS you would do. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think big for them this year, this next generation is maybe some sort of integration with Xbox Live and Game Pass. Give me one package. Mm -hmm. Make okay. it even more enticing for people to jump in. That's a good point, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this. Lord King, what you need? Okay, I think um, everybody is going to be a little disappointed um, with what I think Microsoft uh -oh. needs to do 
going it's forward impact and now. what the, what's 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 going to actually happen all right so mm -hmm. it's a better be, been announced that it's three different skews right mm -hmm. all right so in these three different skews we don't know exactly what is comprised of these three different skews i think it's a mouse and keyboard might come with one i think it's a lead controller might come with another different type of hard drive <laughs> and i think it's going to be like a base I think it's going to be like a base model. I don't. I don't know. I don't know to be honest with you. But they have said three different SKUs, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So price point is definitely key. Uh, that hundred dollars. Uh, you know the the guys that wanted to make the jump. Uh, the the loud roar against the Connect got too feverish, mm -hmm. and the cheap pockets went with the cheaper PlayStation. Well, I gotta be the cheap right? and, <laughs> No, what? because. That that's that that's a fact. When you walk in the store and you say for this hundred dollars, I can either get a, a piece of hardware I really don't care about, mm -hmm. uh, as far as the connect, or I can buy games. Mm -hmm. That hardware is going to lose out if they don't care about it. So mm -hmm. it's like forced hardware. So we don't no longer have to worry about that. People are complaining about the X price being over the pro now. That mm -hmm. taking into account that when you put on your X and you play all these older games, it hypes those games up. But you yes. can't see that unless you have that to understand. Now, I think in that ecosystem that they're going to have, that everybody keeps telling that, oh, okay, you you be able to bring all these games across. Mm -hmm. The same complaint that I had last week where I feel Sony has a leg up. This is the argument on Sony's side mm -hmm. is when they cut off that generation, they mm -hmm. come in with games that look great utilizing mm -hmm. that hardware so and what not you're worrying implying, about the old pack. So what you're implying, right? what I'm implying is, is that compatibility is a detriment because you don't like you don't get the full power of the system. It's a double-edged sword. It's a blessing and a curse. Mm. Right? Now, this is where the cloud comes in. And I think this is the part where the cloud actually is going to help. Mm -hmm. um, I think Scarlet won't necessarily need the power of the cloud. Mm -hmm. Right? I think Scarlet is going to be robust enough that it can actually force those games to run native 4K. Because remember, all these games have scalability. Right. So when you put these games on, if they were checkerboard up, I believe in Scarlet, they're going to be running at actual 4K. Shout out to Xbox. We talked about this yesterday. We had a great conversation. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to actually be 4K native and 60 frames, hopefully. Or if it's 1080p, it's definitely going to be 60 frames. I think it's going to push those games forward to get to that level, right? And then the cloud is going to be used for older Xboxes because, remember, they don't want to exclude anyone. They're going to be saying stuff like, oh, well, if you have an Xbox, these games are still playable on your system with the use of this. And I believe that package comes in. That's how they're going to sell you on that package that Sovereign is talking about. Game Pass, Xbox Live with the power of the cloud, you know, um, and that can get across that way. I don't think going forward. Nothing is going to be more important than price point. And I definitely do not believe Halo is going to be a launch title at all. Mm, do you think it's not ready? Okay. No, I don't think so. But I believe they will definitely have something in the form of the fable. I mm -hmm. believe they noticed how Zelda pushed that genre on mm -hmm. the Switch. Zelda sold Switches. 
And Zelda yes. continues to sell switches. So mm. if they can get uh, a fable but in if, the vein of a Zelda, I don't, want not ready. I don't think Fable will be any close to being ready. Yeah, but my thing, no disrespect I, to, to Fable, Fable, do you think it has that iconic name like where people are going to rush out to buy a system? That's the only reason why I said Halo. Like, no. Yeah, right. No, so that's why I don't, I I don't believe it holds that cachet, but I believe that mm. that open world adventure game that you can show uh, something graphical that you okay, was talking you about. I see what you're going. I that's that that graphical showcase that mm. newness of it see halo is still halo but it's mm. still halo you understand and mm. it's going to it's going to sell and i know they want to hit the mark on that game specifically mm. but the newness of fable because we were waiting for fable and it got canceled or something mm. happened to it mm. and we're lionhead studio mm. and these people that are hungering for that game, like Attic and myself and everybody else, that wants that game, when they see it, I believe it's going to sell. But I be honestly believe, like Undead said, price mm -hmm. point more than anything is going to dictate victory or loss in the next mm -hmm. uh, generation. Attic, finish out your topic. I feel like, I don't know, like part of me wants Microsoft to do good next gen, but the direction they're going where they're like, pretty much like two generations at a time. I think that's going to be a huge problem. Like people are talking mm. about like the air becoming the base model. Right. So like it, you're not a fan of this direction of iterative console. Cause at the end of the day, if you make the X, the base model, mm. you're going to have Sony making PS five exclusives that look twice as good as your game that, that but do way more different things with your game, and you're still making games for two different consoles. I hear you going. My question is this, though. Do we really... Let's we talk about the elephant in the room, which is Sony. Do we really think Sony is not going to do forward compatibility? Yeah, like they, Undead? They haven't showed, they haven't showed I, that they I, I think they, so, they can yeah. afford not to, but what do you think, Undead? Well, I was going to say, they see everyone's seen the patents last year, Cerny looking into doing forward compatibility from the PS4. Because right. let's face it, uh, we talked about this in the gaming perspective last night. Right. We're no longer selling consoles. We're selling pre-made PCs. These aren't, Facts. there's not, they're not, they're not doing independent uh, hardware anymore. I don't yeah. think Sony. Shout out to Sting and I'm like, no more power, the days of the power PC. I, I think, custom I stuff is kind of over. I don't think yeah. Sony's changing that. I think they're going to continue doing generations. Uh, they're going to do generations, but, I mean, but you'll be yeah. able to, if they don't, if what? they sit there and they tell people, like, if they release Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima on PS4 and then mm. try to sell remasters for PS5, undead and i want you to answer this one question has they done it in the past and has it been successful for them? it's been mad successful they've made mad money like you know people always say if something's not broke don't fix it sony literally sold remaster after remaster this whole yeah. generation like i get that like and i've said multiple times like if they don't do backwards compatibility, they, they, they're full of themselves. But we're at a situation where you've seen multiple executives saying that we look at in the future. We don't look in the past. Exactly. I'll say this right now. These consoles are basically PCs. I can go back and play games from the 90s on my PC. No problem. They run no problem. easily. Backwards and do bringing stuff from the past. The only reason that 360 and OG Xbox games are a pain is because they ran on separate hardware. Separate We're now running yep. on computers essentially. Right. To bring your Xbox One games to Scarlet, <laughs> that'll be a walk in the park. Every it is a game walk, and I'm with you. That, yeah, that's that's why, point. That's, that's always been but my see, point. It's, it's, really it's, of these games. Make, it, 
regardless, and regardless with the capabilities and the compatibilities to go on to the PS5 to the PS4, mm. is Sony gonna want to give you the option not to rebuy the same shit so mm. they can yeah, sell it to you again, or are they yeah. gonna take that L not do it? Dude, let's be real. My, my they didn't is- do that. They could bring back Last of Us at 60 frames. They can bring back <laughs> Uncharted 4 at 60 frames. They can bring yeah. back a Last of Us 2 at 60 frames. Like the undead. They- the undead. I hear Attic and King all making a good point in this sense because listen. I do. I, I'm with you. I think they, they don't have the both feet they, in this backwards they, compatibility. But, like but I will say, does. like, we have to look at Nintendo. We got to bring them up, right? And all of us in it, I mean, at least me and Saul were screaming virtual console. Oh, I was about to say. Virtual <laughs> console. <laughs> I know. <laughs> virtual console. And they found this with these mini systems. And mm-hmm. as to now, we still have not gotten any of these classic games. All they are being brought on to, you know, the NES Mini, Super NES Mini. And they want you to buy that mini Tremendous platform. revenue in that. Tremendous revenue in that. So it, does that factor into your decision process as well? Or are well, you still like, no, nope, they have to bring it forward? Sony's going to find with PS4 versus PS5. Mm-hmm. It's the, there's been a switch in how people buy video games. I know there's still a lot of people that buy physical games. That's fine. Right, right. A lot of people have gone heavy digital this generation. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this yesterday. And the big thing is that if you have 450 mm-hmm. digital games on your PS4, mm-hmm. for example, and then PS5 comes out mm-hmm. and you trade your PS4 in, but mm-hmm. you can't play any of those games that are on. You literally just took your console and 450 mm-hmm. games you owned, and they're gone. You don't physically have them anymore. You don't own them. They're gone. Mm-hmm. I think that itself would be a horrible move. Mm-hmm. See, but, I, I get that. But at the but end of the day. I'm saying, I see where they, like David and Addict are saying is that in the money, <laughs> in the money aspect. I'm about it, to tell you. Listen, you know what Sony said? Keep it then. Don't sell it. And you can still play your games <laughs> at your leisure. That, <laughs> Nobody's telling you to get rid of, of it, day, but like, I'm telling you to buy this new stuff. As of right now, <laughs> as of right now, when it comes to game quality, mm. no one is touching them even a little bit. Right. They so know, they're, they're, they're in the driver's seat as the market leader. Two, as long as they drop that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and that Last of Us 2, people can say what they want. They buy the console. Mm-hmm. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. You, the the thing is, is though, thir- first-party exclusives will get you to a point, but that eventually runs out. You no, just have to look it, at I, I, don't, I don't agree with look that. At look at Nintendo. Look at God of War. Yeah, you can look at God of War. Sold like $5 million in one month. Yeah, yep. I think I think Sony's positioned themselves better than anyone for that not to be the case. I don't know that they're ever really going to have a dry spell. <laughs> they don't have no reason. This is the thing. They have absolutely no reason to make any of their stuff, their systems backwardly compatible. First, we talked about this earlier with the OG PlayStation 3 with the hardware inside. We know that they're not a software company. They're a hardware company, right? All right, so they're going to go the hardware route. They're not putting a PlayStation 4 inside a PlayStation 5. So you're not going to play these games at all. Forget about it because they're going to tell you, we never told you to get rid of your system. If you want that stuff, keep that system. <laughs> I mean, they go down. Listen, we got this new I stuff they here. Got to. Like, they got to do that backwards compatibility. But at the end of the day, like, we want it, they don't it need it. Like, they really they, don't. Like, we want it. Like, it ain't way. You think they keep a hard line stance, like how they're keeping a hard line stance with the Fortnite crossplay? Yep. So I, 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 I really like, 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 like
the thing about it is that argument that that argument that that that, that King and Attic were making about the, how the layman doesn't know that, right? They're mm. gonna tell the layman like we we understand that these things the are layman. basically PCs it, and they move forward, not, right? But when you tell somebody, look at the PS5, it's brand new. You can't play these games over here. Mm. That speaks to somebody. That speaks, that speaks to, to parents. Exactly. I will tell you that. Def- a lot of people they know what they, they it, it, people they don't care. Yo, listen, they said cross progression, which is minor, or switch is playing nice with the Xbox. They looked at you in your face and said, So and, and, <laughs> and if you think you're gonna make an account over there, you can't play our stuff. You try to make an account over there, you can you your account don't no. work here, sir. And, and you know what? 90 million says no. Yo, shout out to Slow Mo in the chat. He going hard. He said, "You guys need to understand when you don't adapt, you go to the way you go the way of Blockbuster. Sony needs to make some changes." But here's the thing: so just because that they wouldn't do backwards compatibility doesn't mean they haven't adapted. Look at their games. We're in the gaming industry. Like mm-hmm. God oh, of War is every game they've dropped this generation. Just Classics. about has been the defining moments of that genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look, are. Look, they are good. Let that get in. Yo. Look, yeah, look, go ahead, Dad. Look, 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 this. The thing is, I will scream this from the rooftop. Sony <laughs> has amazing first-party titles. I, God of War is my game of the year. I mm. gave it a ninety-six on my review for it. Mm. But what people right. need to understand is mm-hmm. that these single-player games, while they are, they have huge success. Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. These mm-hmm. are exemptions. They aren't the rule. That is true. Facts. Look, but like. at the end you of the day, look. And say what? God of War sold 5 million copies in a month. That game spent five years with in over development. In development, right. But y'all, y'all keep saying this like they're not going to have cross uh, multi-plat games. This is, the, this is the part that mm-hmm. makes absolutely zero sense, right? Okay. okay. We're talking about the fact that if it's going to be backwardly compatible. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly... There's a huge loss in revenue and repackaging these games and selling it to these guys over again. That's and a huge loss in revenue. Microsoft and, is doing is because they were getting stomped. Let's be real. Like, yeah, yeah like, no, Microsoft was getting their head beaten <laughs> and they had to come up with a situation it, where it made it seem like we're friendly, we're affordable. You can bring all this. Come on, guys. So <laughs> when you do the come on, guys, you can your whole yourself. Okay. And that's why you not. Come on, you know, and I know that they are pigeonholed, just like Addict said. All right. They are pigeonholed uh-huh. right now. Mm. They are stuck. Mm. So you, you're gonna say, yo, um, mm. is it possible that they can bring that power that you could see? I can mm. tell you this. Mm-hmm. That Xbox could be that Scarlet could be way more powerful than that PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that PlayStation 5 will be able to show you that power if it's not backwardly compatible like, 100% and get every drop out of that system in I the get, beginning. I get mm. what you're saying when it comes to that. But the way that it's looking right now, it, mm. it's looking like I would say Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is going to be a launch title. But, like, I think right now, because the topic was about Scarlet. I have no clue how we got on PS5. No, I, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, we're crazy, but we're they're crazy. linked together. Right now, the thing that is the most important is when it's coming at, how much it's going to be, and what it's launching with. Facts. If, if I'm sorry, if Xbox doesn't have Halo out the gate, a good Halo, they, they're not getting out the gate. 
what if what if it's another title that maybe it's a new IP or it doesn't matter. It what if, has what, to be what, something drastic. I feel where you're going, and I'm actually with you. But what about the, the alternative perspective? Is what if it's like a new IP that looks phenomenal? <laughs> but you see, here's the thing: like even if the game is 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 good and gameplay looks phenomenal, mm -hmm. Microsoft has done nothing to show me that they know how to present games this generation. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, but I, I but I think the argument if people the argument with with Microsoft this gen has been that they have no new games if they Ooh. launch their console with a brand new IP. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, what if they are, have their Horizon Zero Dawn I, I, or I mean, God of I mean, War? That's a new IP that looks spectacular. I Doesn't mean, that kind of get you confident? Like, yo, they didn't do, do how Mac spectacular can it look? If it's held back by the old system, but so how spectacular is it is gonna look? This is like how spectacular you really this think it's gonna be? Such a foolish Get me yeah, dude, we've been making. Uh, why do you keep making this argument? Like you, you make you make the argument, is argument and you're not a layman. Like you make a layman. <laughs> no, no, argument. no. Listen, I'm not a layman, but dude, I want you to. Like, I want you to take your body. Are, are you guys it, right? referring that a layman's a casual? Is that where it's yes. going on? Yes. 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 Look, yes. Well, let's be yes. real here. Mm -hmm. The majority of people buying this dead game out the gate because that's what the topic okay, was. Okay, but that's, out that's the perception. They're not they're, they're, saying it like it's fact. It's not fact. It's just perception. I want you to really look at this. Let's be real here. How many casuals do you know is going to go out and buy a game? Day one. Get them solved. Day one. Talk about that compatibility solved. Listen. How many casuals? Especially, no casuals. Day no, one, no, no, day no, no, one no, no, is all talk. hardcore, right? Day one is hardcore, right? But that's what I'm yeah, saying. If you go out, and you buy that's what we're talking about out the gate. Now no, look at the casual market. Look at the casual market when it comes to. I said out the gate. That was the whole conversation. <laughs> that's not what King's talking about. That's King, but he, that, he's that's talking about a different. Y'all both talking about, about a different subject. I'm talking about what King's we're talking, talking about. We're talking about two different things. Two yeah, different yeah. things. King is talking about the the graphical uh, fidelity being held back because of the old systems coming forward, and you're talking about launch. I think they need to reiterate what they exactly mean by that. Because I just like like they're saying that no console will be left behind and stuff like that can't be. For generations going up forward, it just can't. You see like, what Attic wants and like what I stuff. know what needs to happen. I right. what Attic wants and what I know what needs to happen is mm. it has to be a cutoff, right? This is the reason why, and and, and you're gonna understand this part. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why. When you're gonna mm -hmm. tell me that they're gonna lose, because y'all y'all keep going with this PC stuff and mm -hmm. the sliding scale of the mm -hmm. graphical power as it goes mm -hmm. on. I have a hell of a PC right here. Yeah. All right, and I know that I can play uh the uh destiny 2 mm -hmm. on a lower form pc there's mm -hmm. requirements for it so you go let's right. say we go base form, i know right? you and I know now i can mm -hmm. play it at the highest form let's mm -hmm. say scarlet is its highest form right mm -hmm. now think about the game that says the requirement is only the highest form and base can't be done this right? is where this is where that, I agree with you, King, and I hate to cut you. Where I do agree with you right. because we're going iterative, right? This is almost mimicking cell phones, right? There comes yep. a point, and I want to ask Solve this question. There's yeah. some games oh, in the Google yeah, market that you can't like, play on I'm older not, phones. Like, for example, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I agree, right, I'm not. I agree with that. Okay. I'm not saying that you the OG Xbox One is gonna. Be able to, <laughs> I'm not saying that. At some point, at some point, the baseline has to be pushed to the side, and yeah. the, the next one up becomes the baseline. 
Right. See, but but Sony's not going to be doing that though. They're going to mm. be making for that that hardware. Sure, it might not be day one because obviously most mm. games are for both systems. But mm. there's going to come to that point where games are being solely made for PS5 mm. and the Xbox One X and the Xbox Two, but, whatever it's called. They're going to be making games for them. But mm. this is the thing though. And they're you're still going to have PS5. You're assuming the PS5 is some bespoke piece of hardware with like with some crazy. <laughs> ridiculous engine in it that, that's not how they're making consoles anymore they're making mm -hmm. consoles like pcs that's what we're trying to say we're not like if you're talking about like ps3 and whatever the hell the emotion engine or whatever the hell was in the, yeah, those the are PS3, completely different right. yeah they, they, that's how they used to build game game consoles before that's not mm -hmm. how they're building them anymore that both sony and microsoft just have learned. Don't want it to happen no, but that's true. Just because you want it to happen, it don't mean that that they, they're not R and D into R and Ding of a bespoke they're, they're piece of hardware. Do it. So wait, they well, wait, King, you think they're gonna man. go a different architecture and leave? No, I don't think they're gonna do a different architecture. I don't think they. I just think they don't care to do put the work in for that. Like mm -hmm. I don't think they actually care. They don't Sony. care to make it easier for you. Yeah, Sony. Oh, okay, Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft. Oh, okay, is, hey, come on, okay. guys. Do you know that that is? You know what? Hey, come on, guys, is with them. You know that's they joint. They joint is playing. Come on, come on, get over here. You know what it is. So Game Pass makes it so that hey, we all are here. We are family together. Yo, Sony don't care for that. Sony doesn't care. Yo, they're gonna. I'm telling you. When you play that PlayStation, you will not be putting that PlayStation 4 disc in there. You will mm -hmm. not be taking your transfers over. You will mm -hmm. not be doing that stuff. They have shown you constantly, step up, get down, or lay down. And mm -hmm. people have been getting up. 90 million has got up. So they don't care about, oh, you you, you, you want to get rid of your old system? Just That's your fault. Go back and get it. Your account <laughs> is still available right there. And you can play your those fault. games there. Don't do that. Keep both. They were, and you know what they're gonna probably show you? They're gonna probably show you a video with both of them together. This is how you play old PlayStation 4 games. Oh my god. Yeah. That and is this so is how you play new PlayStation go, 5 go games. Man, Yoshida yeah. holding the PS4 like, I got a system. Man, at the oh end of the day, god. like, yeah. that, that, that's cool, but when that God of War 2 drops, like, on that PlayStation 5, care. and it looked people like, ain't gonna care. Look like crazy. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. People, people will <laughs> oh, not gonna care around we'll the until they see something you that know, crazy you, appeal to them, you, and then they you, forget. Cognito, you know, goals. to get down or lay down, you know, mm -hmm. they're gonna force your wallet. You know it because it happens all the time when they show you <laughs> but, but, that joint that can only be played here. Mm -hmm. When they say only here. I, I will say this, and this is where King's argument is straight, Addict's argument is strong. When you're in the, the market leader, you're in the position of power. History yeah. has shown that those companies tend to be a little arrogant and anti-consumer because they're in a position well, of power. As long as they don't Whereas, come out there and do get some to the dumb point, shit, yeah, they're going to be fine. The point, like, that you get to the point, like, like, it depends where their hubris meter is. Wherever well, the hubris, hubris is still high because, because, because you can't play with yeah, Twitch. Yeah, with Fortnite. Like, so <laughs> they kept their right. stance. And they so, say, hey, if, if you don't want to play with them, we got us. Don't they? Are they compatible with the PC or no? Uh, yeah, are they? they are. They, they yeah, only, they're like, they only you can play with us on the PC, the largest community in gaming. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yo, like, that is true. Yo, they, they, they are so full of their stuff. They said, that's a you problem. <laughs> Get over that's yourself. Exactly. 
<laughs> we went crazy long on this, man. We got to move on. We are over like crazy. But this is a great attic, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. King, bring us home, man. All right. So we know that PlayStation, or we assume that PlayStation has doubled the sales of Microsoft, right? And everyone is talking about this generation like Microsoft is the loser. But we have constantly saw that year on end, uh, Microsoft has posted gains in revenues and in market share uh, in both divisions, in, in Microsoft and in Xbox. Uh, it has shown that it has sold, as far as money-wise, probably outpacing the PlayStation in some regards. Mm -hmm. They have services that are set up for the future. This goes back to the last conversation. With Game Pass and Xbox Live, they make tons of money in these areas, and they're set up for the future. My question is, in knowing that they're up 39% in revenue from last year and up 34% in Xbox Live and Game Pass uh, revenue, did they really lose this generation? When they're making money hand over fist, they did 16 billion as a company this year, and Microsoft contributed, I believe it was six billion to that 16 billion. Mm -hmm. Did mm -hmm. they really lose? Mm. This is that's good, my man. question, Lord Undead. What do you think now that the financials are coming out and the, the revenue of software is uh, services revenue is up 36 percent, gaming revenue is up 39 percent, the Xbox division as a whole financially seems to be doing like what do you think you know this means? towards gaming for the future and just maybe the rhetoric going out there as far as Xbox? Well, what Phil Spencer and the Xbox division has done very, very well is they recovered from a very, very bad hand they were dealt by Don Matrick right mm -hmm. off the hop. And what they've decided to do is they can't outsell Sony and consoles. Sony's got these games. They got all this stuff that's going for them that mm -hmm. they can't compete with. They can't fix the game's problem off the hop. Sony was right. working on this problem back on the PS3, and they kicked off PS4, mm -hmm. and they've been working on this ever since. It's going to take Microsoft some time to get the software to where it needs to be. So mm -hmm. what they've decided to do is to bring in the revenue that they're not getting mm -hmm. from the software ends of things. They're using services and trying to be more consumer friendly to get more. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily making people go out and buy Xboxes. Xbox is consistently third place in NPDs. People aren't going out and buying Xboxes because they're consumer friendly. People are spending more money on their Xboxes because it's consumer friendly and because the services are available there. Game Pass is fantastic if you're a casual gamer. You have access to over 100 games of all different genres, whether it's 360 games, OG games, uh, Xbox One games, first-party games, first there. People are... People are buying into that. People are, mm -hmm. you know, buying live to play multiplayer games with their friends. Mm -hmm. What Phil Spencer and company have done is they've made it easier for people or easier for people to want to spend money on their console. Mm. So they're they're not sell, moving as many units, but they're selling, making more money off of the software people are investing in in those units. Gotcha. That's a good point, man. Valid point. Lord's, uh, Lord Album Solve and uh, Lord Addict. Um, my take is an L is an L is an L is an L. <laughs> it's an L. Like any, if you talk about it in the conversation of gaming, mm -hmm. with, their, with the opponents that they have, uh oh, Lost Dolly going to building. What's up, baby? <laughs> PD. Stream team. What's going on? Ah. 
Let's I don't want to blow up in this spot, man. Family to the realm. We family to the realm, man. That, <laughs> that invite went out early. Don't even worry about it. Continue <laughs> thought. We'll get out. Uh, Stanley doing the building. <laughs> so yeah, it's just an L. That's all it is. Now, that said, like like any champion, if you take an L and you don't learn from your mistakes, mm-hmm. that's on you. That's your fault. And what Microsoft <laughs> has done mm-hmm. is they haven't put their tail between their legs. Mm-hmm. They learned from every single mistake they made and have put themselves in a position to be considerably better moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I am more excited now for Xbox's future than I was mm-hmm. at the start of this generation before the Xbox One got announced and whatever. Mm-hmm. I, they put themselves in that position. They just have to execute. Mm-hmm. They have to execute. And, and by that, I mean they need to have games. They need to have mm-hmm. games that people want to be on their platform to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say their platform, I mean, you know, PC, Xbox One exclusives, whatever that means. But, <laughs> um, they have to be games that you cannot play on a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, and all I know is if the initiative's game fails, it's game over. <laughs> what if the initiative just the initiative fails? It's over. <laughs> no, I I'm mean, saying that they it's put not game so over, but it's, it's gonna... this brand. They're putting so much money into this listen, company. Listen, that I addict. Think it would be they true. said quadruple A. You respect that name. Look, man. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No. The first quadruple A fell. It's a rat. Like, <laughs> no doubt. I feel you. I feel you. Lord, now, um, <laughs> though, what do you think, man? Now that the Microsoft financials have come out and, um, you know, it's looking pretty positive as far as revenue, like I said, software and services revenue up 36%, gaming revenue, you know, up 39%. So this constant growth, you know what I'm saying, as far as that division and, and obviously the statements by Satya, you know, saying that, um, you know, Xbox's plans to be a pillar as far as, you know, their business and Azure and all that kind of stuff. You know, what do you feel just moving on forward? Do you feel like about the doom and gloom that most gamers have about Microsoft? You know, does this quell that? Does this dispel that? Or you need more, see more? I need to see more. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll let to see a little bit more of what they're planning on doing once, the, you know, kind of like what you guys were talking about before. I want to see what they start doing with Gamescom. I want to see a little bit more on what they're, what they're gonna, what their progression is gonna be. I mean, that's, mm. That's what, it's, that's what it is to me, anyway. So I feel you, man. All about them games, man, right? It's all about yeah. what you're going to see. What I feel like, that. Like I was saying last time, we need some exclusives. We need mm, some, some content for them. No doubt. I'm yeah. with you, man. I'm with you on that. Lord King, this is your topic. And then I'll, actually, I'll jump in before you uh, finish yeah, up. Exactly. Your topic. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm with Snaldo in the sense that, like, yo, you know, this, first of all, it is great. I'm with Solve and it's a dick. This is great news, right? It, it, it dispels the myth that, you know, the Xbox division is so much trouble, doom and gloom, and, you know, a lot of the fanboys kind of run behind that rhetoric. So that's good to see, and it's good to see the commitment we see, you know, feel at the top of the table now, right? That's really positive. You know, gaming-related moves, the E3 Infinity Gauntlet moment, you know, where they had studios announcing. I loved all that stuff. It gave me, like Solve said, tremendous positivity for the future of the brand and um yeah 10 billion 10 billion in revenue ain't nothing to sneeze at you know what i mean so like but likes los naldos like it's got to transform into games at the end of the day you know it's great that they're doing well it's great that game pass is knocking it out the park you know you know and all that but we gotta see it you know and once we see that that kindly put you know finally puts that stamp down like yo they're here these are the investments that we remember i want to be talking about this ilp 
you know, three years down the road when said announcement by the initiative or, you know, this uh, what compulsions new game or you know what I mean? Like, I want to see those games come to fruition and let them be quality games. So then we can say, yo, they on it. You know what I mean? This was this was a good investment. So that's pretty much what I got. But King, to finish up your to uh, topic, then we get out of here. Oh yeah, let's let's finish this up so everybody can go do what they got to do today. Yeah. Um, I can only say this. I say in positive revenue, no one gets fired, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, good. So when everything is positive, uh, we keep the same status quo, and maybe we add pieces to it. Now we've been seeing them adding pieces to it. You can't go fast if you don't have an engine. You can't go fast if you don't have gas. You can't go fast if you don't have wheels. Microsoft got their car ready to go fast and start from the gate. Um, Sony is already down the track, so there's no need to try to catch up to them in this race. They're going to wait for the next race. They're getting their ducks in order. They're getting everything ready. I really honestly believe Undead hit it out the park when he said price point is definitely key. I think price point dictates everything, and I understand Microsoft believes that. I know they know that they can't say we just have games and you're going to come over here or we just have services and you're going to come over here and have a dumb price point. I believe the price point will be very smart. I believe the games will be in effect. I believe that they have the studios ready to move and you will be comfortable with the people that are in charge because these people have shown you positive growth all the way through. When a company doesn't have to look down parent company doesn't have to look down on mm-hmm. the smaller company and make changes mm-hmm. that means that that company can go forward and do exactly what y'all looking for they're listening to you they're watching us right now and they're understanding your concerns and i honestly believe out of every company this generation they have shown they listen to you and they have implemented a lot of stuff going forward that can show that the next system that you can be comfortable with purchasing they're trying to keep their core Mm-hmm. Without going outside the box, they're trying to keep their core base. They want the same 45 to 50 million to purchase 45 to 50 million, whatever Scarlet is going to be. They're better positioned. They're better positioned moving forward than any of the big three. They are yes. the best positioned, and, and and to me, second place would be Nintendo because Nintendo's mm-hmm. considerably forward thinking, considering what we think about Nintendo. I think mm-hmm. Sony, like we were talking about in in, in the last topic, Sony. Mm-hmm at this point, isn't playing so much to win. Mm-hmm. It's playing kind of to lose, not to lose. You think so? Well, Even with it, the dominant it just, position? It, feels, it, it just feels safe. It, you're in dominant position and you're safe. You're not pushing, mm. you're not pushing but, barriers anymore. I, right? I, hear, I hear what you're saying, but the only reason why I slightly disagree is because of the fact, but let's be real, Microsoft don't really need Xbox. Like That's a component of what they mm-hmm. do. Like Sony's whole company, you know, for the rest of their parts of their business is not doing well with playstation is the driving force now of that division so they kind of got to be hungry and hustling out here in these streets because otherwise playstation doesn't do well they go under (laughs) no but i don't even i don't mean about that i mean obviously like we talked about the first party stuff they have that on lock and they're going to continue to have that on lock right but my thing is look where microsoft has pushed forward in terms of services in terms of in terms of uh the, the online stuff stuff that They've been sort of reluctant to, to oh, I feel yeah, to take the lead in, on yeah, innovation services, exactly things that are the future. Okay, I got you I got exactly. You. So they had the lead, and they're like, okay, th- this is how we got here. We're holding on to this. We're mm-hmm. not going to push the envelope right now. At got least way it feels okay i got you shout yeah. out to mike m in the chat don't forget y'all atari's coming back Sony and Microsoft <laughs> watch out the king has returned <laughs> so, yeah so atari in the bushes take the bushes <laughs> open it up 
and throw Atari in it and close the bushes and zip it back up. Oh, look, look, everyone can thank anything Microsoft does going forward to the fact of how well Sony did this generation because you know what happened? You know what changed with this? Sony started making insane amounts of money with the PS4 and the head of Microsoft sat there and went, this gaming stuff is actually profitable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Terry Myers. But like, 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 look, let, let, let's face it. Like, oh. Terry Myerson throttled oh. Xbox. Fast. And he thought it was the most useless division, the Microsoft division. Yeah. He was quoted as saying he thought the mobile division was more important than their games division. Yeah. We all know you, you guys have had Jez Corden on here. You know how Windows Phone went. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, so, like, like that, that, that's the thing is like they see it as profitable. They want a bigger part of the pie. That and that's the thing that they're going for. The head of Microsoft is straight out come out and said the gaming is that's more of a huge. focus for them going forward. They huge. bought Beam, turned it to Mixer, and Mixer is actually gaining some traction. Fact. Like yep. they're they're, yep. they're doing things right. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is I think it's gonna take a couple of years, mm -hmm. but I actually think the Xbox One is in a better position going forward that's than awesome. they were with the Xbox 360 heading into the next generation. Because the 360 Road multiplats and Call of Duty all yeah, the way through yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the generation, right. and you're they right. didn't have anything prepared for the That's Xbox point. One. Damn, you're killing it! You're killing yep. it. My last point. I know I got to go, but you're killing it. And it's just like you made a good point about that direction. And like I said, I'm a Peter Moore guy, but I have to say, the long-term thinking that Phil is doing and the job of turning this whole thing around. And when we talk, we talk about the upper echelon of the, the Xbox hierarchy. This is what I feel now. Put Phil in position to ascend and be no put his name in lights he's just to me the finishing <laughs> job is just yeah. the game the finishing i know your old xbox <laughs> guys, so i will give it up I, I will give it up to you king you've been riding you've been, you've been preaching the vision and i'm starting to see it i'm starting to see it and i, I definitely they just got he just got to close the deal with that and then yeah to, to the point i mean yeah they, they definitely you know set up for the future we'll see we'll see what happens you know what i'm saying i mean with the sony thing it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see how this generation. But that's all I got. We ran crazy over. We got to end the show. So do I poll with the recent article by Eurogamer on the progress and state of Crackdown 3 development. What do you think Xbox should do in terms of its release? Four choices, y'all. A, keep the release date. Phil was right to delay Crackdown 3. B, scrap Crackdown 3 entirely. It's a mess. <laughs> C, Move Crackdown 3 to Scarlet or D. I don't care. It's going to be a free rental in Game Pass anyway. <laughs> that is the question. Of the choices. <laughs> Please rock the ILP poll when it goes up tomorrow. Lord Undead, an absolute pleasure to have you in the realm of the Lords. Long overdue. Where can the five people find you? What you got going on? All right, people can find me on Twitter at Undead3XVI. I write a bunch of articles. I do a bunch of hot takes through the week. Not really. Um, <laughs> I basically throw stuff up on Twitter while I'm on break and then come back and see how much of a dumpster fire it is. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Undead3XVI. And we're going to be starting to uh, do a little bit of streaming on Mixer, which you can also find at Undead3XVI. No doubt. What about that gaming perspective, man? Where can it find people? Plug your show, bro. Oh, yeah. You can find Gaming Perspective at 8 p.m. Eastern time on a Saturday where I half-drunkenly lead our show through <laughs> a fantastic list of topics, and we talk about varying things in games. And uh, we got some uh, big stuff coming up in August that I can't okay. talk about yet, oh. but we got some, we got some uh, big industry guests coming up. Nice, so nice. Excited. 
like what you guys are doing, man. Fantastic. Man. I love this team you're assembled. You know what I mean? It's really good. I, I like what you're doing. Very positive. And like I said, I caught last night with Lord Stinger. And that was a really good episode. Please pay attention to what this guy's doing, man. Positive guy in the community. Tells us how it is. Very balanced opinions. A pleasure to have you in the round, Lord Undead. Thank you for having me. You already know. And of course, Lord Snow, don't wait. The last minute edition string team in the building. Any announcements, sir, for string team? Let us know what's so, going uh, on out here. This is, this is the plan. Uh, so uh, I would like to, first of all, thank uh, the ILP crew of, you know, David and uh, and Addict and Sav and uh, Cognizo for you know helping putting this all together mm -hmm. and uh, so we got a little bit of a stream schedule starting. Mm -hmm. uh, for my information, we are starting um, this week, uh, yeah. not today, but uh, technically tomorrow. Uh, mm -hmm. We're still looking for a couple more people to fill out the rest of the days. So if okay. you want to get with uh, you know DM Lord Attic on, on Twitter, and he's uh, going through people, picking out who to who to go through. But uh, as of right now, uh, we have people. Um, we have uh, Miss El Boogie on Woo! Tuesday. Yes, she, yes, thank you. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> she's going to be. Uh, she's going to be doing a daytime cast for us. Uh, I'm, it's uh, one to three Eastern Standard Time, or ten to twelve uh, from Pacific, Pacific Standard Time. And then uh, Thursday, we have uh, Super G. Uh, he's mm, going to be from super. eight p.m. to ten. Uh, mm -hmm. Eastern Standard or five to seven uh, Pacific mm -hmm. time, and then uh, myself on Friday from seven p.m. to ten p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a little longer. Uh, I don't know. It all depends what's going on. Uh, that's uh, four to seven Pacific Standard time, and then Addict. I think because he hasn't told me exactly when he's going to do it on Sunday. <laughs> As you said it's hard to get a hold of Addict. That what you said? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little hard. Uh, I would like to rename him the Riddler because he always answers <laughs> questions with a question. But, uh, <laughs> ah, the Riddler, I like that. I, I, I love him. He's a good guy. Um, you and he, do not I think, say stuff to make my intro longer, man. The <laughs> <laughs> Riddler. I might throw that in, yo. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I think he's gonna said uh, he's gonna be doing it on Sundays. I, I, I assume right after the stream schedule. But when I'm around four-ish, five-ish. Yeah, so more than likely it'll be right after this, the way you guys were running. Um, so I would like to tell everyone here, though, uh, we would greatly appreciate it for you guys to come in, even if it is just to say, yo, what's up, and then just yes. leave the window open, say, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, just drop lot. it in, say what's up, say how you doing, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we would love to see the community grow, and we'd love to hang out with everybody else. Mm -hmm. and uh, keep an eye on the uh, the Twitter, the ILP Twitter, mm -hmm. so that we can end up, you know, you can see what's going on, what's changing, if, you know, mm -hmm. something happens, you know, uh, where we're going to be adding another person, adding another day, mm -hmm. like sliding a time, an hour, or something like that. So uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you guys would do that. And I would like to say thanks again for, for you guys for this opportunity to, uh, you know, help this ILP team and the podcast grow. Um, the The name for us is uh, iron lord pot iron lords podcast nice. on twitch on twitch so baby twitch.tv slash iron lords podcast that's right appreciate you man like again and, and shout out to like i said lord addict king coming up with the ideas and stuff like that and this uh, lost Naldo just really putting it together uh, i mean I'm very excited about this you know getting the game community and getting the schedule together and we're trying to do this man so like 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 Naldo said if you guys could just jump in there for a minute just hit that like you know we really trying to get this thing popping and, and engagement with the gamers you know because at the end of the day it's all about the game so shout out lord Snaldo, lord addict where can i find people find you what you got going on 
You can find me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, um, Gaming Addict. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mixer, actually. Um, Lord right. Addict ILP. Uh, definitely been streaming on there. Mm-hmm. I will be streaming on Twitch as well, uh, mm-hmm. only for the ILP. I won't be streaming on my actual channel. Twitch. Okay, I appreciate that, bro. Uh, but, you know, I appreciate everyone from coming by. Uh, see you next week. No doubt. Lord Sov, where can people find you? What's going on? You guys can find me on Twitter, Lord Sob. Invisible. <laughs> I'm not invisible on Twitter. I just don't answer. Like, <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> uh, you can find me on PSN, Xbox Live, and VX Sovereign. Apparently, uh, in fire. Yeah, exactly. it on fire, so it's blown up. <laughs> no and doubt. um, and you can find me streaming Horizon Zero Dawn on PS4. Oh, streaming? No, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was about to say, I, I, I thought y'all did. If you're going to play these selfish experience games, can we at least get a stream? I was like, oh, we got a fifth. Oh, we got a fifth. I was like, good. We may have to. not going to happen. Y'all talking to the wrong dude. Y'all should stop. <laughs> DJ Six is saw what's up with them codes. Next week, baby. You got to be in the chat next week, baby. No, next week. We got the next. We got the next. We got the fraudulent codes. Don't go straight to boss move. <laughs> Boss those, those DM codes to boss DMs, Those codes are already in his DM with <laughs> podcast with give giveaways. <laughs> Yo, Lord King, where can the five people find you? What you got going on? All right, you guys, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And listen, we have combat talk this week. We're going to talk about Mikey Garcia. We're going to talk about Robert Easton Jr. with this big fight that's coming up next Saturday. So I'm going to give you fighter breakdowns. I'm going to give you prediction, and I'm going to give you results. You're going to have four shows this week. But um, I didn't give you anything this weekend. We had some stuff that was going on this weekend, but I didn't feel like it was combat talk worthy. Until they stepped their game up, I'm not going to bring you anything fraudulent. But ILP on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, is Instagram on is lit, y'all. Please. Instagram is Follow crazy. The ILP podcast Instagram. Wow. Get in there and see stuff that you have not, not seen. seen. <laughs> catch the Lord's out of pocket. Yes. I cannot <laughs> stress it more than mm-hmm. we got things. I got pictures. I got I got pictures that is going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, what? Easy, <laughs> you know, you hey, these guys are afraid of what I drop. <laughs> they, they are afraid of what I drop every day. And they wake up and they see something new and they shake their head. But I'm going to tell you right now, get in there. All right, Facebook is more or less, you know, for the promo to let you know the schedules and stuff like that. So stream team, you're going to mm-hmm. get that information there. Twitter, you get all of that from us. Interaction. You want to talk to me? You want to go at me? I'm going to like and I'm going to retweet everything that you say. So I really don't care. <laughs> You see King in that suit? He looks like a pimp. He looks. <laughs> Yo, wait, hold on. Salute, I love it, man. Oh yeah, we pimped out. That was that was for the that was for the big fold. That was a bit that's birthday. But yo, yeah, shout yeah. out to Mr. King with Salute. He just subscribed to the game of perspective. After that's what's that's what we want to see. That's what I'm talking about. Finish up, King. So listen, man, that's 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 exactly where we're at with it. But I'm going to tell you right now, catch us on every social media so you can see where we're at in these events and what's going on. We want you to have engagement with ILP 24-7. If you have a question, if you want to see us playing video games, you want to talk to us, we are accessible. We are not exclusive. We are inclusive. Pure gaming is the model, 100%.
You already know. The king is spoken. You already know. Yeah, once again, man, salute again, Lord Undead. Can't thank you for enough for coming on the show. Absolutely lit. Man, really appreciate it. Please follow this man on Twitter and, and again, Multiverse Show as well as the Gaming Perspective. Again, salute to all the newest ILP Patreon subscribers. It means so much to us, man. You have no idea how humbling that is to see you guys rocking with us on our journey. Super shout out to those guys of the Iron Bank. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the YouTube media, Kaibatsu, will get the media up later today. Of course, Flashpoint 23 with Ebontis is up. We kind of go in on Game Informer, <laughs> spoiling a little bit too much. But all in all, a good show. Please catch that. And if anybody got anything else, we could wrap this thing up. Everybody good? All right. Everybody enjoy. Good, baby. Everybody enjoy your Sunday. Peace.